Hello, my BMX nerd friends. Welcome back to another episode of Canode Knows. On this, it's a, maybe the first repeat guest. I think so. It's been over a year since we heard from Trey Jones on the show. And uh, we were talking recently about his Vans part, his Swamp Fest things happening, and he uh, he came on. So it's a good conversation. We go from talking about Thanksgiving to talking about his Vans part, all the intricacies of working with Gregson, who's an incredible skate filmer. And you probably already know who he is, but he's dope. And then we talk a lot about Swamp Fest and all the things that go into that and what he's got planned for this coming year. And then we talk about a little bit about pro wrestling at the end. It's a good conversation. I I do enjoy Trey and his wild, insane opinions, and he's a, he's 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 wild in all the best ways. Been a fan of his biking for as long as I can remember, so it's dope. Hope you guys enjoy this one. What else do I do in the beginnings here? Rar Superfoods. Go to rarlife.com and use promo code Canode. Get yourself some superfoods. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for watching. Share the show with a friend. Yeah, I say that. Okay, that's it. Here's here's Trey Jones. John Mata one was wild. Why John Mata's a wild man? Hi, Trey Jones. <clears throat> Hi, how are you? Happy uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Yep, post day. Did post you do day. Did you do Thanksgiving things? Is your family in Florida? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, my yeah, my mom and dad and brother and my grandparents. Uh, all live like within 15 minutes of me so nice. we met up did the typical thanksgiving thing and that was it we woke up really early actually we woke up real at like uh we woke up at like five and me marcel dave jabe and dan dwyer went to a skate park uh about an hour away that's no bikes it's like the crate it's called the lakeland it's it's in lakeland florida it's where andrew andrew reynolds is from uh it has like the biggest skate park in all of florida it's insane but it's no bikes so every Thanksgiving, we usually try to like wake up early and mob down there and like go ride for a few hours and sick. And that's the only day you can pull it off. Security's tight every other day. You've yeah. tried. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty, it's, 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 the park is amazing. It's, it's like, it's a really, really, I mean, I know for you guys, you guys got, you guys got We're pretty spoiled but for yeah. us, for us. It's like one of the, it's probably, I would say like the best skate park in Florida, but, um, and it's just huge. It's so massive. Uh, not like, and I don't mean like like the bowls are deeper. It's just like got like everything. Like yeah. they have like a bowl that's like all like five foot tall. They got like a huge deep bowl. They have a snake run. They have a bunch of street shit. They get and it's like it's just really sick. But uh, but yeah, we try to go every Thanksgiving, so it was good. Have you learned any street shit lately? So when you mentioned the street, I'm like, what what's what's the latest on Trey's mind on doing street shit? Mm. What's the latest trick you learn? I saw and I just rewatched the Vans part. I saw the slider to full cab and i like that a lot there was a couple yeah. full cabs in there that i was like yeah full cabs let's go latest street trick that i learned i did like a actually i guess i guess kind of new i did like i did like a front pedal like nollie hard 180 like i'd never done i never done that yeah um and i filmed one of those recently and i was like pretty psyched because i haven't gotten a as you should i feel like even just a front pedal regular hard 180 is impossible but see, but. but i have but i have i have a i have a weird love hate relationship with all the hard 180 pedal grind shit going on nowadays you want to hear my you want to yeah. hear the philosophy yeah, i always i always i always argue with marcel about this well not really him because he doesn't do it but all the Okay, so you know, like Ian, somebody like Ian Schwartz. Yeah. 
when Ian Schwartz did backpedal grind hard 180, mm-hmm. it was like it that, was, that shit was gnarly because it was like you know he's not just taking his feeble hard 180 skills and just applying it to a pedal grind. You know he's like he doesn't know how to do feeble hard 180s and he's doing it out of a pedal grind. So it's like, and he's doing it switch. So it's like a del- it's like a triple negative. And like whenever I do, I've done a handful. And I feel the same way. Like when I go to do it, it's like I'm going to fucking battle. Like I'm like, I, I, it's, I haven't done one in a while. Well, I mean, besides the one we just talked about, but I haven't done them in a long time and it's really hard. But now when I see the new school kids, they do like the front pedal grind. They just like do the fucking, the, the, the twitch, Yeet, yeah. like hard way <laughs> out and they make yeah. it look all easy. I'm like, no, you're not, <laughs> you're not allowed to do that trick. You can't, you can't just take, you can't just take your feeble hard 180 know how and you can't just be good it. at it you can't just like take the pegless guy trick and just do it it doesn't work that way you know what i mean it's like it's like if if, if logan martin like did like a truck driver down a big set of stairs or a double whip down a set of stairs you'd be like no you're just taking your ramp skills and you're applying them to the wrong medium just stay stay, stay over there like Keep stay your pegs you got the pegs. Just do the thing. Do the thing. Like <laughs> I don't know. I always I I was filming with Bajarki when we were in uh we were in Philly this summer and he he wanted to do one and I was like, dude, man, that's that's fucked up, man. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I told him he was just like, you're insane. I've never heard that ever. It's, it's pretty insane, Trey. It's like you're too it's good like, at think this. Think about. I, but it's for me. I'm coming from a pegless standpoint, yeah. so I'm like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. So I'm so I'm like I'm offended because I'm like. <laughs> Whenever I go to do a hard 180, I'm like, this makes no sense. I have no mm-hmm. idea what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I, I've been doing them for 10 years. They still make no sense for me. Even just out of feebles, not pedal grinds. <clears throat> I can't even imagine. I just yeah. don't like. Don't <laughs> but know. your logic is flawed for sure. <laughs> you can't do it because you're too good at it. You make it look good. Well, no, because you Get know what I mean. Like, I know what you mean, like... but it's a reach. <laughs> I know, I'm insane. I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when I just like whenever I when I've done front pedal hard 180s, I like I like go off the end of the ledge and I'm like Mm -hmm. like trying with all my might to get it around and I do it. And then I see like guys that are just like they're like just chilling in. They're just like they just like kind of do that weird twitch thing and they just go around and I'm like, how'd you do that? How the fuck did you do that? Like I don't I don't I don't understand it and I I'm just jealous that like maybe if I would have kept my pegs on longer and I would have learned the hard way 80. Maybe. I could have just applied it, but I'm like at 31 years old, you're not learning yeah. hard Yeah. Out of pedal grinds. Learning new tricks at this point is a, uh, is a stretch, especially like, I, I mean, I don't even know if it's the age thing, but just getting hurt. I'm not willing to like eat shit. I mean, you, you, you are willing to eat shit, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, not trying to learn anything new, but this made made this makes me think about like how good, kids actually are like there's so many people that can do all the pedal grind to hard 180 or and how popular the pedal grind is becoming again and all the like mickey fleck just making it look incredible the the shit where your bike is all the way up into your chest while you're grinding it's like a lip slide on a bike but it's pretty I hate uh, it, man I hate, <laughs> do you I hate, hate it? I, I i i hate i hate that everybody it's just like everybody's that is popular now yeah, because you're like, this I, I was just, my I, thing. I, I just I'm hate bandwagon riding, period. Like, I just, I just hate it, period, where it's like, I mean, you know, when it went from, like, two pegs to three pegs, and everybody's like, oh, oh, I put a third peg on, and it's like, why? You don't <laughs> fucking do third peg shit, and then everybody put four, and it's like, oh, I put four pegs on. It's like, why? Just be cool? Like, 
it's like it's like look now we can do front pedal grinds and it's like yeah people have been doing that for years like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden now it's like yeah look at this cool new trick like because all the guys in barcelona do it it's like <laughs> fuck yeah. off i don't I, <laughs> no. See, off. everybody's just copying some money so it doesn't even matter you know what else that's very true and as they should it's just, it's what, who did i see i just saw uh, i don't know oh i saw somebody do oh was it la verde Verde Santiago in um in the new one of the new Odyssey videos, either Feast or Bunched Up, or I think it was Feast, and he did a crank arm down a famous spot in California to like foot plant 180, like Simone did, and what could go wrong? And I was yeah. like, hey, there's Simo. There's like you see Simo showing up in everybody's web videos. You know, it's pretty. It's, it's disgusting. It's just it's beautiful. I <laughs> I I love Simo. I I think that he is like <clears throat> we were talking about the other day, and it's like. And I don't want to blow him up too much because I know he he's gonna he'll he'll hate this so much. <laughs> but it's like he's he is like one of the only bike riders currently that's like he's beyond he's beyond what we do. Yeah, he he's views it. He's, he, he's beyond uh, the mentality of the way people do stuff. And he's like so he's so talented and he's so he has such a vision of like what he wants that he can like he can just make anything work you know what whatever whatever trick it is like if he a lot of people don't know this but like if he sees somebody doing a trick that he was like oh i like doing pickup bar ice pick chink and then he sees an instagram video of somebody doing it he's like nope don't do that trick anymore Done, move <laughs> yeah. along. Yeah. and it's like the only other person i could think of that like did that was like edwin you yeah. know edwin yeah. was like the guy that like he you know, he did crank flips and X-Up rides. And then as soon as people started doing it, he's like, nope, I'm backing off. I'm going in this lane. And yep. it's like, that's like, that's, that's like, a that's special. It you really know? is. That's a, that's a special thing to be able to do that and, uh, and, and be successful at it, you know? Cause like, yeah, I could go, I could go in a whole different lane and it's like, I've, you know, if I look like a fucking idiot, then it doesn't matter, you know, but <laughs> But like, what the hell is Trey Jones doing now? Yeah, like, what the fuck? What is he doing? Like, is people he, already he's say putting that, wood but... in the pool. Other people start putting wood on top of pools, and then you're like, nope, <laughs> no more of that shit. <laughs> no more, no more pool riding. But, 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 Simo is like so. I mean, dude, it's just, it's, it is, it's comical to me that I see like top pro bike riders just straight jacking this shit, and I'm yeah. just like, you guys are so fucking whack you're so <laughs> whack that's like all of a sudden like a top level pro is like doing like an over crank arm on a ledge and then fucking table topping off it. and it's like what are you doing dude? like stop stop please you know what like, i haven't seen somebody stop. do yet is in that one video i, I forget that it was the one i don't know it's an amazing simone video anyway he does like nose manual to like downside pedal slide while in the nose manual still you know what i'm talking about it's like a he, two a two stack ledge he comes up rides in a nose manual and then puts the pedal that you shouldn't be able to put down down and grind anyway whatever oh, i haven't, I haven't yeah, seen yeah, many yeah, people yeah, do that yeah, yeah. i haven't seen any the one that, the one that he that. did the one that he did not too long ago he did he did like a switch feeble like it was like a flat ledge he did switch feeble and then drop down into back pedal and then did 360 front pedal like bonk on the way out and i was yeah. like how do you even think of that what the fuck dude how do you even think of that and you make it look good and easy yep 
that's what I'm saying. He's like, you know, he's got that combination of like where he can just like be like, huh, I think maybe I do this and bing thump, and then he just goes and does it. And you're like, how, dude? How? What the like, fuck, Simo? And he's like, it's amazing. It's super amazing. humble, super low key. Like I've I've bugged him so many times to try and talk on this. He's like, man, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. No. Of course not. He's That's a what I'm saying. It's like he's a he's like he's beyond it. Like yeah. he, he's beyond he's beyond what we do. You know what I mean? Like a true artist. Like myself are like, oh, I'll fucking get out here and plug all my shit. Like, <laughs> I look like a, yeah, you know, I look like an idiot. But he's like he's just so beyond it, and I like respect. I respect what he does so much. You know, Big time. and it's, it's just so. Big brain you know, artist so activity. And I just like so having much. the foundation of like, you look at Simo as a kid and it all kind of makes sense. Or like that path makes sense where you learn every single trick possible. Like he can do everything, but then like yeah. over time, you just like, it just shapes into this. He's a sculptor as well he's, as a graffiti well, he's artist. Se- he's selective. He's like really selective. And like, even if it's something like, there's nothing worse than like, if I have an idea for a trick and I go and I try really hard and I do it and I look at it and I hate it. And like, yeah. like that's the worst, you know? But he's like, if he has an idea, he does it until it's exactly what the vision is in his head. And most people don't like have that. I mean, do you like the clip right. doing the three sixty, the three sixty down the set of stairs, and he brushes his front wheel yeah. on a wall yeah. like inward style? Yeah. What? Like, how do you even do that? Yeah. How do you, how do you think do of that? that? Like, yeah. Did that and happen make by it accident? Look good and right. not look stupid and be like, what the what the fuck was that? He just fucking hit his like. But he does it so well, and like it's just. It's, yep. it's amazing. Could you, it's funny because I'm visualizing Simone and I just think of his tire pressure being 27. Could you ride with Simo's tire pressure no, and do the things that not. you do? I can't. <laughs> I, can, I, I cannot. I what do you, not. what do you run your tire pressure at? Um, if I'm riding like a skate park or like any type of like bigger transition, not bigger, but like, you know, like not normal transition, especially if it's concrete around like 65 70 that's not too hard and then if i that's, ride that's street good. maybe like 50 i don't know i kind of yeah. just let it fly wherever it goes I, yeah. I i don't i don't like pay attention to it until like like the other day when we were at that skate park and i was like trying to like nose me like up this like little like tight transition thing and my like shit kept hit, hitting rim and i was like okay this is way too low i need to yeah. i need to I need to I need to fix this. And yeah, I've never up, been like, one. Monitor your life. PSI. You just like give it. You have one of those little tire gauges. You're like, okay, it's 69. I'm ready to ride. <laughs> no, I mean my bike's always beat to shit. So it's always like the bars are crooked or tire pressure's too low or chains too. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really give a fuck. So because it's just it's it's your tool. It's your machine, dude. Lately, I've been letting my shit go down a little bit more than I should. Like I. I'm full cabbing into the wedge and I can see on the clips that I didn't make it. Like it's straight up just folding over. I'm like, I'm a pretty large man. So to not ride PSI is kind of hilarious, but it feels really good. Like it felt so weird at first, but I don't having like everything drag. be soft is kind of nice. I Yeah, but I don't like the drag. I don't like how it feels like it's, it's like dragging. Yeah, um, carving for threes is different. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. like I don't, no, I don't, no. I can't. I, I get what you're saying, but like, I can't, I can't. It's different. Ride the way I like to ride, but I'm also that way with like, I can't ride really wide tires. I can't ride like an obnoxiously like wide tires. I need to be, I, I don't go bigger than a 2.2523. Yeah. I remember when two five was like the biggest tire, you know, like, like everybody was like running 195s and 210s. Because, 
it's weird like if i do like nose manual shit with a really big tire and i try to do like any type of carving thing i feel like the i don't know it's weird like i don't like the way it feels like i I can't cut it gets hard on stuff whenever Mm -hmm. my shit's like really really big so i just remembered that's why the psi is low because i got the new cult vans tires and they started rubbing on the fork like the fork's not big enough for how big that tire is <laughs> and so i was like okay and then i'm just hearing voot, 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 and i'm like yeah i either gotta get new forks or just let some air out and then i let air out and i believe that you let air since. out and it it shriveled the tire <laughs> yeah yeah it's wild they're dope tires i love them paid paid full price at unity shout out unity good um, good man good man <laughs> gotta support the local bike shops uh what was i gonna ask uh pegless i was like envisioning the latest footage i saw of you um, you've kind of always been pegless in my mind have have you ever been pegs guy i'm thinking back to like oh i mean when i was like i mean obviously when i was really 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 young like i think i took my pegs off like permanently like to where we are now uh probably 2009 maybe you're committed permanently like you just saying permanently on peg choice is wild to me like you just never are you ever gonna put pegs on i mean i i i mess around like i i literally actually i literally posted like a two peg clips like early like last week or something like that okay just messing around like i built a new spine in my backyard and i was like oh this would be cool to do like some soul stuff on it like and and so i kind of like mess around with i just like mess around with it a little bit but it's like like i'm at where i'm at you know, like I'm not, it's not, it's not going to change. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, uh, it, yeah, I, I, where I'm at, like, especially now that I've kind of like established, like putting breaks back on, I think I'm like, I'm there, you know, like I'll take breaks on and off and mess around. I, I take, I take my breaks off when I feel like I'm too dependent on them. Like when I start feeling like I like, like an old man where I'm like, Oh, like, I feel like I can't, I, I take, I immediately take the breaks off. I'm like, I need to get used to riding brakeless again so I don't ever lose yeah. that. I'll take them off for like, you know, like a month or two and then be like, okay, I want to put it back on. That's an interesting thing because it is like a different uh, mental piece with riding without brakes it's weird. versus with brakes. Yeah. It is weird. Like, it's, it, it's, we're, I think we're all just so used to it because we've all been brakeless for so long. Yeah. That it's like when you, you forget what it's like when you first took your brakes off and you were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, but I do it. Um, I do it to make sure I don't lose that sometimes. So yeah, it's like um, almost an intangible thing. I you just took me right back to being like sixteen and taking the brakes off and being like, "Whoa, this is it's freeing." Yeah, you know? it's it weird, feels right? so. It felt so good to just have minimalism and not have like the noise of the brakes and the squeaks and all the extra yeah. rattling when you jump around. Um, I just could, use. I I pretty much just use brakes like as necessity now. Like I'm not like. I'm not like Chase Hawk, like, you know, wheelie boy in it everywhere. I'm just kind of like, I just have them if yeah. I need them, like, just because it's nice. I never learned have. that shit. The the manual with the brakes, that's that's like before my time. Um, yeah, but dude, never, could you, could you do, so I just finished watching your Vans part again. Could you, <laughs> I'm trying to picture that last clip without having brakes, and that would be dangerous. Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah. See, see, that's, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Impossible. Like, yeah. That's just like out of necessity where it's like, oh, this is a lot easier if I have brakes on, you know? Yeah. Did you, so, did I see tents? Did you guys camp out in a massive... So that's a pretty funny story. That whole damn situation is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
So I had, I got that spot from a spot homie that's that we swapped spots with. Uh, and we were driving up the coast. It was like, it's out, it's in Maryland, I think it is, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, and I was with Dave and Marcel, and we were, I was like, I had, I had seen photos of it. And I was like, yo, let's go to this thing. And I was like, maybe we could camp there. Like, cause it, looked, it was in like, it's in like the middle of nowhere. It's like way out in the woods. So we just like renegaded. We pulled off, like, it's like a little nature trail that you can kind of walk. And we like pulled in. And we just like loaded up all of our gear and like, we were like, okay. Like, cause we were probably like, probably like a mile and a half, like, like trek through the woods to get to it. And so we just took off. It was like the middle of the night where it was like riding through the woods, like with just headlamps on. We got there, like, or we, we, we had no idea where we were going. I get there and like, it was so dark that all I could see was like the silhouette of it with like the night sky and like a line, like where the top of the dam was. And I was like, dude, this thing looks like it's like a hundred <laughs> feet tall. Like, but you couldn't really tell. So we set up camp. And then, then when we woke up in the morning, I was like, holy shit, dude, this thing is massive. Big boy. Um, but <sighs> the problem was, is that it was really wet when I went, like it was really, really wet. Um, so I just like did like an alley-oop like down like one like like in the in the the banger I did like I went down I like skipped two but this one mm -hmm. I just went down one and I was like all right well maybe one day I'll come back and do you know and do it again so about a year later we were going back through and I was like oh let's start at it again we stopped at it again and uh I carved down two of them because it was dry and I and I Dave and Marcel filmed it we were going to keep it for a video and that was it. And then about three weeks later, I was doing a trip with Vish in uh in the Northeast, uh, where that cult video that just came out. Mm -hmm. And uh he was like, he was like, Yeah, do you have anything for a banger? And I was like, We were probably in Jersey and this is in Maryland, so it's about four hours away. And I was like, dude, I do have this crazy spot that we could go to. I, I could refilm it with you if you want. So we went back. Vish filmed that clip. Gregson did not film that. So we went back. I filmed it with Vish and shot a photo with Delecky. And then um then I showed Gregson my timeline of like the trip that we went on. He's like, dude, we need that clip for the video. We need that clip for the video. We need it. <laughs> and I was like, really? Because it was it wasn't like that diff it's not that difficult. It's just like it just looks insane. Yeah. Um Cause the, the, the dam is mellow enough to where you can like, you can kind of like ride the wall for a while. So I was like, dude, if I just ride out and I ride out as far as I can and then just point it straight down, like I'll probably be, you know, Good. out far enough. And, uh, so I did it like four times and, uh, but yeah, Gregson wanted it. And I, I called Robbie and I was like, Hey dude, I don't, or no, 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 no. Gregson calls Robbie. <laughs> cold calls Robbie and he's just like dude I saw Trey's timeline is there any way we can get that for his man's part I really think it's gonna take it over the top and Robbie was like if that's his best for Trey then that's fine like I'm I'm cool with it like whatever nice. we, you know whatever whatever you need to do so he shout out to Robbie for man for, shout out shout out Gregson for taking that taking that initiative he's crazy I love that that's great he's, he's passionate yeah well he's just it's just like we you know we had worked so hard on that part and that he was like this is gonna be the because we didn't really have like a definitive Banger, banger. At that right, point. Yeah. 
And he's like, dude, this is the one. We need it. We need it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I like your impression. Like, I was kind of like, I didn't really care, honestly. Like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I think this is Vans video or the cold thing, whatever. I don't really care. But he was like, we we need it. And I was like, all right, well, if you can convince Robbie, he paid for that trip. So if he's down to let it go, that's the person that you got to talk to. That's not up to me. Like, I didn't, I didn't pay for that shit. So yeah. Robbie was really cool about it, and he he got it. So and and yeah. we had enough stuff for the cold video too. So it was all good. That's bomb. Uh, just thinking about the amount of work that went into a 15 minute video part of like nonstop action with follow filming. That's like on, I was thinking about it during one clip that I could tell was in Florida. And I was just thinking back to living in Florida and I was like, I don't like Florida, but they make it look so good. Like the way that you guys filmed made it look so fucking good. And I don't know what, so leading up to the question of like, what do you think was the most difficult choreography Cause there was somewhere like your guys are. Oh, going the one, the one in the barn was the hardest for sure. I bet, yeah. Like I saw it, the, like, B, it, the like, BTS. It, like it physically, physically, it was like the most demanding, and not even like a, not even like a difficulty level. Just like it was really hot. We had to start like three stories up. You know what I mean? So it's like, what would happen is like we would like, I mean, you can tell in the beginning of the clip, like I'm literally like forehead on my crossbar like yeah. head down because it's so the roof was so low the top so like i'm riding my head down like yeah, 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 like you know going through and doing all this stuff trying to not make it look like shit trying to make it look like kind of good and then chris is behind me and uh, and I, he's I, crouched I, down too. Yeah, just... and then i went down yeah and it was easy when i went down to the, the second second floor wasn't bad i carved over the door that was good and then when I went down into the third one, I went down and then into that bowl. And then I had to do like the 90 that went up onto that roller. Mm-hmm. That was so difficult because I was so, I was so tired. and It was so hot at that point where like I would get up and I literally would go up and it was like one bike length of like, and then like back in. And it's like, you know, it's like a six, seven foot drop into that bowl. So it's like, I had to like make sure I was on it without like, bitch cranking like off the end of it you know right so i landed that then i had to keep going and then do the wall ride it was like all the tricks individually weren't that difficult it was just like that it added up to so much and if i fucked up then we had to climb all, all the way over back again up, throw yeah. up, you know throw my bike up on the thing climb up the ladder throw my bike up on another thing climb up another ladder get up and sit there and be in the ceiling again <laughs> and it was just like and then chris is like there like waiting and it was just like it was really brutal, like all the everything that went into it, you know, like right. the line itself. Like, I wish I could have done I, with a lot of those lines. Like, I wish I could have done more tricks, but I don't have a lot of tricks. So it's like it was hard to just not do like tire slide, tire slide, tire slide, bong, tire slide, tire slide, tabletop, right. tire, tire, you know, I like I, I was trying to like find stuff to do. But uh, so a lot of those lines, but then. Chris made the point. He's like, no, dude, it's the idea that like, you know, we're filming a really long line and like I'm filming it and we're going through all these crazy things. And I was like, yeah, you know, so it was, I was really happy with the way it was perceived. Cause like, I was really worried on my end that like my riding wasn't on like, which is fair, but that's the, the trade off. Like you you're, trading, I mean? you're trading off, like giving the highest level of you riding to like create this team effort. That is a beautiful thing yeah. that nobody else could do, which is so sick. Like, it's just like a, yeah. I don't know, a psychedelic trip for 15 minutes straight of just like, I can't believe, because like you start, you stop thinking about you at one point and you're like, holy shit, the filmer's like going through this and this and it's a team effort and it's pretty dope. What's the, yeah, it's crazy. What's the like process of 
you know, choreographing it or when you show up to a, <clears throat> I don't know, a backyard that has some crazy shit, like who's calling out? Are you saying like, um, okay, I, I can do I usually, this. And he's like, Oh, I'll, I can follow you here. Like has, what's the, what's it look like? So usually I'll like, I'll have like, um, trying to think like there was usually it's like, like there's the line where I do like a curve wall ride and then hop into a bowl and go around a bowl and then hop out. Uh, and it's like, I kind of ride for a little bit and figure out what I want to do. Like figure out like, Oh, well that, that thing over there is cool. That thing over there is cool. I like this feature. How can I do something on this? And then once I figure out like the tricks that the best trick that I can do on each thing, I try to figure out how I can connect them. And then if there's any dead space in between, how do I fill those dead spaces? And then once I kind of figure out the line of the way it's going to go, I tell Gregson and then he tells me what's possible. He's like, okay, like I can get you to here, to here, to here, but I can't get to there. So can you do something here instead? Or sometimes he's like, yeah, I got you. No problem. Hell yeah. Like, I'll be like, are you sure dude? Like, cause when I land, cause he, you know, I'm usually going a lot faster than he is. So there have been times where I'd be like, you know, I'll gain speed out of nowhere or, you know, he has to speed up or like sometimes like there, like there was the one, the one line where I do the wall, like I do the, the curve ward 450 over the globe thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was going to go behind me and like, you know, go down the corridor like that. And then I was going to go around to the 450. And he's like, I think it might be better if I'm in front of you. And he was having to like push for like backwards, you know, to like stay in front of me because I was going faster than him. And it's like, he's just good at that. He just knows. Like a lot of times he won't even explain to me like, he'd be like, yeah, I got you. And I'm like, are you sure, dude? Like, you can, <laughs> like yeah, 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 don't worry. Like, and, and he'll just like kind of feel it out his own way. Yeah. And, um, it's pretty amazing, dude. It's pretty, it it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And it's like, you know, it's pretty raw, like as far as like, yeah, he's using a, you know, a red, but it's just a handle and a red camera and a skateboard. Yep. That's it. There's Care. nothing else. Yeah. Like there, it's not, he's had this big old gimbal set up and he's running all over the place. It's like, you know, he's, he's making like a masterpiece out of nothing and it yeah. or out of like out, out of very few tools. You know what I mean? Like, like most of the time we don't even have a second angle. Yeah. Like mo- mo- most of, most of the time. And I'm used to working with Shattuck where it's like one long lens and then one tripod right. or it's fish and a tripod. Like yeah. that's the way, like, you no, know, I, I grew up in the Stu Johnson, you know, two angles. That's it. You know, that's how you do it. And with Gregson, it's completely different. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's completely different where it's like, we only have one angle. So we got to make it count and we got to yep. figure it out or else I have to do it twice. So it's really, um, it is a very interesting process and filming the video with Chris was definitely way different than anything I'd ever done before. And I'm stoked that it turned out because when we're like halfway through, I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what I got. I don't really know if it's like up to my standards. Cause it's like, it's different with Chris. Cause it's more like him taking me to spots, you know, Be like, mm-hmm. Hey, check out this guy's pool. We'll go here. And I get there and I'm like, okay. And he's like, okay, what do you want to get? And it's hard when you've only been there for 10 minutes, you got to film a video part clip, you know, yeah. like that's, that's yeah. difficult. Where like a lot of times, <clears throat> like when we did no fun, it was like, I had spots lined up and shit that I wanted to do. And we just went to them. 
Right. And I and I had the idea where it was different, where the roles were reversed. This time where Chris is taking me to spots. I mean, like, what do you think? I mean, there was a few things that I was like, I want to go here. I want to go here. I want to go here. But uh, like what? What pops into your mind when you say that? What was like? Like your, him presenting ideas, him presenting ideas and me presenting ideas. Yeah. Like what? What ideas did you present or what spots in that video? Were like when we went to Sacramento, you? I I want I, I wanted to go to that globe with the curved wall right around it. The, mm -hmm. the one that I did the 450 on, I, I wanted to go there. I was like, dude, I, I need to, I need to go here. And then one that I'm trying to think, I'm like, I haven't watched that video in a minute. So I'm trying to think of shit off the top of my head. Um, like, I remember we were just like in downtown LA and we were, he was like, oh, Jason Lee Banks are here. Let's just go here. And he's like, what do you want to do here? And I'm like, uh, uh, and I was like trying to figure out. Those are the tight little trainees. The yes. LA, yeah, yeah. yeah, you killed yeah. it there. I was so impressed. I was just like, damn, he's milked that yeah, spot. See, like that, so good. But, but it's like, but it's like, there are a few things in that line that are just like, I feel like I'm filling dead space because the lines are so long. Yeah. Um, where it's like, I'm not, you know, Chadwick usually doesn't do long lines and right. Beach doesn't usually do long lines. So, like, I'm not used to it. Was it was it was a lot different process of learning how to film a 45 second line. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's. It's hard because I don't. And it you know, can't all be bangers, dude. You have to. You have to do well, the fill. Well, know? that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was Kevin Peraza, you know, he could be like, okay, truck off this, three down whip off this, three whip yeah. this, blah, blah, blah. like you know, I don't have that. So I, I, I was. It was. It was a lot of me trying to find the balance of like use utilizing the whole place, making sure Chris's filming is insane, and making sure my riding is up to a par that I'm happy with. Right. And um, I think once I saw the video done. I was happy with it, but I was definitely concerned a few times of like, fuck, dude, like, did I do enough? Like, yeah, like, is it, is it, is this good enough? You know what I mean? But then I, then once I had new eyes on it and people were like, that was insane that you blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't that hard. So I didn't really know, you know, I don't like, right. and also it's like, it's different filming with Chris because since he's not a bike rider, I can't refer to BMX uh clips of the past like with what with with uh with chadwick or Vish or something like that i can be like yo i want to do like a tire slide on this rail but like you know that clip of brian yagel and anthem where he goes up and he just like lays into it i was like i want to get one like that and they're like oh okay i got you. yeah where with chris it's like i'll do it and he'll be like was that good you, <laughs> yeah. you pulled that one like no i'm like no dude i wasn't even, i wasn't laid into it enough and he'll be like oh okay well oh so you want to be like more like this and i'm like yeah so it's, it was a it was it was a really cool process that was just completely different than anything I'd ever done. Yeah. Before but, but me and Chris had already filmed like a few things together prior to this project. So like he's learned a lot of like yeah. what um he's learned a lot. What to do, what not to do, you know. Yeah. Like but there's like also we, something like, so pure about like having the filmer not be familiar with not be like tainted by past BMX yeah. and just like yeah having that perspective of like, oh, this is cool. And something that you might not think is cool or up to your par. Like he's like, you're riding your bike on that, you know? And there's something yeah. so cool about that. Like, yeah, the lower yeah, bar just like outside perspective is kind of refreshing. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was, it was super cool. And like Chris started to learn things that he, uh, he started to learn the techniques of things. Like if I like if we went to a pool and I was like, yeah, I want to do this. And I want to come through and do like a table on this. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Fish eye from the deck. I got it. Like, cause fish he knows. Yeah. 
like he knows like okay if i get under it it looks more folded i like he he, he understand he understands it you know yeah. or if it's like or if i'm doing a tuck no hander on something he's like okay like if i'm shooting fish it's gotta be from behind or front because i have to see both your arms i can't do it from the side because then i get the one arm you know and he and he like learned that from from me you know of doing it but now he knows where it's like if i'm gonna do a trick he's like okay cool well, i gotta be i gotta get in front or i gotta get behind right you know he like he understands i mean he's a videographer he get and he's a skate filmer so he understands the shit's gotta look right and it's gotta look good and i think i'm pretty picky about what i want you know like I'm, i've never been the type of writer where i've been like hey i want to do uh you know a three table in this jump and then the film and and uh the filmer is like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know, do whatever. Like I've yeah. always been like, oh, if it's fisheye and if it's on this side, like I I crank my tables more this way, so it looks like I just have that yep. in my brain, you know, of like what I want, and um, so it's easier for me to work with Chris because I can give him guidance on like what I'm going for. Right. Um, he also has his take on it as well of like what he thinks is cool. But yeah, the whole project was crazy. It was just like so many. I was in so many situations that I would never be in uh, on a BMX trip. It was like, I don't know. It was the best. It was so well, much fun. Turned out pretty damn good. It makes me think, oh, cause like you're, you're a director as well as a biker <laughs> at this point. You're like whole, career, I every, I feel like everything since you were a kid has been on camera. So like, there's no way that you wouldn't know what's good and how it works. And like, who do, who did you first start filming with when you were like, I know we talked about this last time, but like you, your uh, your first sponsorship story. Summarize it again for me. Like, who was your first sponsor, and then who was your first filmer that you were on with the trip? Was it Colt? Uh, no, it was. Fit. No, 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 no. So I, my first like sponsor me tape was filmed by Johnny Devlin. Johnny, me and Sick. Devlin was like Devlin made a two like full length videos of, of like guys in our scene. Like Pat King had a part, Mark Mulville had a part, Devlin had a part, Ricky Bates had a part. Like it was like all like the older guys like in the scene. Yeah. This that is I looked pre band. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, way, way, way pre band. So like he, like, like Johnny was already like the guy that had the camera and was filming stuff. And, you know, when I was like, God, I had to be ten maybe. Sheesh. Yeah. Like yeah, probably ten. Like uh. Johnny was like, yeah, let's, you know, let's like, obviously, you know, like, oh, well, maybe I could get sponsored, you know, whatever. And Johnny's like, oh, well, I'll film a sponsor me tape for you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, so Devlin had filmed two of those for me. And then I worked with Brett Rolfling a little bit when I was younger. And then that, that name sounds out. familiar. What, what else that, did Brett Rolfling do? Where do I know uh, that name from? BMX, obviously, just, but. He did a bunch of stuff for like ESPN and shit like that back in the day. But uh, but then like that was kind of when Chadwick came in the picture. Chadwick kind of came in the picture and uh, he became like my main dude, you know, as far as like he uh, he uh, he was the main guy that I wanted to work with at that time, you know. And what was then... your first impression of Chadwick? <laughs> first impression? I don't know. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah he, was, awesome. was he long haired Chadwick at that time? Or short haired Chadwick. No, 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 no. He was he was short haired. The first time that I met Chadwick was on when we did that uh, Southwest trip from Vegas to uh, San Diego. 
LaShawn in there too? It was it it was a crazy crew. Was it? It was so it was me. John Paul Rogers was TM at the time. Nice. Uh, Chadwick was there because he was trying to get a ride from Vegas to Phoenix, and he helped film. Miles was the filmer. Nice. Uh, Lashawn, Nikki Croft, Paul Ryan, Scott Ditchburn. Drew Bazanson. Cat Dale. Who else was there? What a squad. Seth Kimbrough? No. No, Seth wasn't there. Who else was there? Sure. Yep. There were like 12 people. It this was is insane. like where the iconic Goody photos come from, where somebody's doing something on a, like the sticker of Chadwick, where he's. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. in the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was like it was like a southwest it was like a southwest trip and I went on that. Oh, I think it was no Ben Hucky wasn't there. That was before he was in Shadow. I don't know. There was there was a bunch of people. It was like That's 12 a person people. I haven't thought about in forever. You named a couple right there that I was like, oh yeah, like Ben Hucky. Ben, do you uh, remember that? Oh fuck, what was Levi's last name? Levi. Fuck, you're right for Sabrosa. He's from England. Levi. What the something. fuck? We'll figure, I don't know. We'll figure it out. He was. We got he, the was he was. He was. He was there too. I think it was called Shadow Southwest. Levi Rogers. Yeah, I think Levi he was. There. I think he was there. There was a bunch of European guys, and then we went to we stopped in Phoenix and we stayed at Brandon's house, the one that was right near ASU. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy. And then, uh, yeah, that was a great trip. But that was the first time I met Chadwick. That was, and he got the shadow TM job on that trip because John Paul was like, I don't want to fucking do this shit. This sucks. <laughs> and like, he I saw that Chadwick to. was a good filmer and he was like, all right, you can do it. And like, just kind of like just gave him the keys to like, yeah, here we go. Go for he's, it. Take he's over. perfect for that because he's like the perfect blend of like, he's laid back and cool, but also like type A. I don't know if he's type A, but he's like detail oriented and like got he everybody kind of like, he's he a little bit dad vibe, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. For great, sure. For sure. He's great for that job. Yeah. I, I I mean I I wish that he still could have been Shadow TM. That would that would have been that would have been great. But yeah, he's uh, the shit. But yeah, then it, but then but so he moved to Florida yep. for the job, and uh, immediately we started filming together. And we filmed like a a fork promo at the backyard at the trails, and then I oh he filmed a welcome to the pro team video of me. Mm-hmm. That's how long ago it was. Yeah, I think it was two thousand ten. Wild dude. 13 years ago. Sheesh. <laughs> I was still, I still lived in my mom and dad's house. I was still in high school. Yeah. I was a, no, I was, God, maybe it was 2009. No, it was, could have been 2009, was it? Welcome to Pro. I don't know. Shadow, Shadow, welcome to Pro. Change. I think it was like January of 2010 or something. 2011, Trey Jones, welcome to the Pro team. 2011. Yeah. Damn, look at this young buck. Young punk yeah. buck in Phoenix too. Yeah, there was there's the uh there was yeah, Phoenix so footage and twelve years footage. ago. Wow, that's wild. This is crazy to look at and then like move yeah. the screen over and see you right now. <laughs> like, look at this. It's young so kid. weird, right? <laughs> you done been doing it. But wow. uh but yeah, so Chaddock became like my main guy, but Navaz was filming for Cult at the time. Yeah. That was so that was a good that, era of cult. And that kind of became, you know then it was like we f- let him talk and talk as cheap with Navaz and then it became beach. Yeah. 
And then Vish. But I had already filmed with Vish. I had already filmed with Vish for fit like years before that. Hmm. So I'd known Vish then. And then when he became, and then he was the Fox filmer during that time too. Yeah. But like I was filming with Vish for Fox at the time and Navaz. So Chavik Navaz and v- and Vish all at the same time. And then uh, Vish obviously took over. It's crazy to think of shit and with companies in terms of like filmer eras, but it, it can yeah. be like that. Like for Cult, Navazio, and then Vish, and then now Eddie's kind of stepping up. Like what is? Yeah, he's done a few things. I love Eddie's. Yeah. Like the Barcelona video that they did was vibes. Good job, Eddie. Um, yeah, Eddie's great. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it it. I I feel like when a brand has a filmer, like a signed filmer, maybe not nowadays, but like back in the day it was like and it was very i feel like that's very important to a brand that's i was that was my next question is like how important do you think that is because oh for sure i know it's hard i know it's hard and it doesn't really make financial sense a lot of the times but like i mean daryl with kink Mm -hmm. with cult chadwick with shadow even even miles with sabrosa like that was an era like though these it's undeniable that these people create the image of a, or a part of the image of the brand i'm not saying that like it's brand not managers, you know, oh, yeah. but, but it's like between the artist and the filmers it like makes the brand what it is and yeah it's like, and you almost like get to expect and you know that if that filmer is doing it then it's going to be good because they know what's up it's it's wild how that shit works but all that shit flew out the window now and bmx so it doesn't matter because <laughs> everybody's got 4k 120 frames per second videos on their phones i'm loving it dude lately i would go out by myself with a little tripod thing that i got and i set it up and i like i'd like trying to find a good frame vertically and i don't have anybody to be embarrassed by when i take 20 minutes to do a you know 180 or a fucking half cab whatever the fuck it is but are you going out and doing solo do you ride alone and try and get clips no. ever no Never. It's, a, it's a social thing and Absolutely, absolutely cannot ride by myself. Not even uh, in your backyard. You, you get some laps in in the backyard. Not, not, not by myself. Never. What? Every once in a while, it, I, I don't, I don't find that fun. That's not. There's nothing That's fun. Fair. There's nothing. There's nothing fun about that. Like, I would rather ride a curb with Dave and Marcel and my brother than ride the coolest spot alone. Woodward by myself. Interesting. You know, yeah. like it doesn't like. There's nothing, yeah, like the act of riding is fun, but it's interacting, your friend trying something, like laughing at that, that's funny, you should try this, hey, let's play a game of like, like that, for me, like, and I'm not really a social person, period, but like that, to me, is like the best, it's the I, best shit. I agree. Like that, yeah. for me, like that's, that's what it's all about, like, and it, and uh, so I can't, but like, like Marcel would go ride by himself. And I'm like, how, how, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get, I just don't get the enjoyment out of it. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see what's, what's fun about, or it's not fun to me. Least, what you do know? you do instead? What do you do alone? You work on ramps alone, huh? Like, what do you, uh, what, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm picturing a morning routine of Trey Jones and I, in my head, I could picture like he hops on. What do you, what do you, what do you think it is? What do you, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> well, he wakes up. And he's like, ah, oh, man, I'm pretty thirsty because you're just chronically dehydrated. You know, <laughs> I don't know why I think you're chron- I think it's because of the Dr. Pepper in the past. I don't. But yeah. that's still not a thing, right? Or yeah, are we back? Drink, are we back on? I haven't soda? drink Dr. Pepper in like four years, maybe. OK, so we're just going to just go with my fantasy. You wake up and you uh, shotgun 
a Dr. Pepper. Just like, yeah. Oh, hit my guy, dude. I love it. I know. That's, I know you're a fan. I know I, you're a fan. The biggest fan of Zevia. I got a 12 pack in the fridge right now. It's That's great. Great flavor it's great. too. It's they great, changed it's the. A great, it's a great Kerber. It's like va- it's like vaping soda. <laughs> it's vaping soda. That's real, dude. And it, it's real. hundred <laughs> percent. Right. It just got better because now you're chugging a Zevia, which I love even more. <laughs> and then you stone cold Steve Austin, throw it out, and then you're you're just in your underwear and you don't even put shoes on. No, you, you I don't. Slip. I don't wear. Underwear. You, oh, okay. You're in your, which is essentially your underwear is just your jean shorts. Okay. And then yeah. you, you kiss, you kiss shorty, you pet your dogs, you go outside and then you're in your, you're in your backyard ramp. You take a couple laps and you're like, there's my exercise. And then it's kind of funny to picture you going like, got to hit the gym and hit the cold plunge and sauna. And I, I gotta promise get, you that is not happening. I'm a professional athlete. I got it. To, and you're meditating and you're like, um, and then, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a bomb ass morning routine. You were saying hey, me, me and Dave, me and Dave were talking about is the, the, uh, you know how courage has put out those videos of him. Like, oh yeah. Running yeah. And doing all the shit. Dave's like, we should make like a parody one where he's like, he's like, I wake up and I stand up and I'm like, Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> And like you're like your scabs like t- stuck to the sheet and you're like fuck and you like yeah. drink like a half drink and red bull on the counter and you you go to walk to the kitchen you like stub your toe on something you're like fuck <laughs> you know like you like walk out and you're like you you go to get your truck and your truck's like like doesn't start you're like god damn it like it's like the complete opposite of just like the shittiest morning ever of like just like the reality of like bed not made just just you like first thing you do like you wake up at noon you go to mcdonald's you're just like you have like a few you have like uh, uh two dollars and quarters you're like uh okay i'll just take this like yep so funny i would but, love that i want to actually know your morning routine but those let's touch on that courage adam stuff because it's like almost too perfect he's like spraying his bed with something and i was just like dude what are you spraying your bed with this is like a, a it's a fragrance for some febreze or something I was like, let's go, Courage. And the writing is so good that you stay and you watch that whole thing because you know he's going to do something nuts at the end. It's a little <laughs> little bait and switch. He's got us, dude. He's got us. <clears throat> do you know Courage? Uh, I just know him just of this, uh, like, see him at contests and shit. But I've never, yeah. like, hung out with him. He's it's pretty insane. It's not pretty. He's, he's a robot. It's not you even real seen, life you ever, shit. You ever seen it in person? I did. I got to, I got the privilege of seeing it once in Barcelona, maybe 10 years yeah. ago, 13 years ago. But even it's, then, it was still nuts. It's just like it is. It, it it's doesn't look real. I bet. Yeah. Real life. It's it's when you like, I saw him at Hastings and he was doing like the long nose manual across the whole bowl. And I was just like, you're like, yeah, that's that's real. He really, <laughs> that's he really, really does that. Right that's, now, yeah. he, he really, really, really can do that. Like, yep. yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. But. I don't know my morning my morning routine uh i Do usually have one pre- even i usually wake up pretty early eh, not really uh i wake up pretty early usually around like seven or so um and then i since i stopped drinking soda like like and i in and, and look i'm not saying i'm not i'm the worst fucking health you're a health influencer. Shut not, up. You're no, a health influencer. No, I'm not. I am not. I try. Like, me trying to be a little healthy is still really bad. Still <laughs> okay, really let's bad. hear it. But if I, but I would, but if I, like, if I did whatever I wanted, it would be insane. <laughs> it would be insane. Like, uh, 
But I drink like I'll drink like like uh Red Bull in the morning, like for caffeine. Sugar free. Which freak? I know it's still no fuck no, dude. I get oh, the real okay. sh- dark blue. No, which is still bad. I know I know it's bad. Um, but I usually sit on my computer for a little bit. Like I need to like kind of hang for a little bit, like just on YouTube and just like bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Usually like, watch a tape or something like that. And then then it kind of depend depends on what's going on. Like if <clears throat> if Marcel doesn't have to work, we'll usually go ride. Um anything. Like we'll just go find an area and just explore or, or do whatever. Um if Marcel is working and Dave has shit to do, then I've usually have to do some vintage stuff, like t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's either like going to the post office, shipping orders out, uh, measuring shirts, all that type of shit. Um, and then it just depends on every day. Like yeah. it's just every every day. Every day is like something different. Like there's not like a definitive like. I do this, I do this, I do this. But usually like then the afternoon is like when everybody gets off work and like there's shit to do, then it's like, okay, then it's game on. We're going to go ride something or do whatever. Right. Play a magic game or whatever it is, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, man, I, I did the, you know, strict morning routine for a while this year and I felt like pretty damn good. It's I've been kind of falling off of it a little bit and just kind of doing whatever. Like this morning I woke up, went for a walk and hopped in my pool right before this just to like wake up. But yeah. Uh, for a while, dude, I was like legit. Wake up, go outside, drink a little bit of coffee, and then meditate, and then go for a walk, and then go to work out, hit the cold plunge. It was a it was a whole thing, and it felt really good. But oh yeah, it's a it's easy to fall out of it. I'm just like, yeah, we'll take the day as it comes. I'm Trey Jones today. Just well, you see, can't fall out happens. of it. If you're, you can't fall out of it if you've never been in it to begin. Yeah, with. that's true. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's only up from here, Trey. Maybe I'm in it. Maybe I'm, out, I'm, 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 this is my in it. Let's get you some caffeine without spiking your insulin first thing in the morning. I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I know you don't. Why don't you just I go feel, back I to feel, soda, I, bro? <laughs> I feel like shit all the time. So it's just, this is just my normal. Yeah. That's, I guess, fuck. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Cause I remember it being my normal when I was like out of shape and pretty, pretty bad. I felt like shit all the time, but I was just like, yeah, this is normal. And then as soon as I got healthy, I was like, oh, people feel like this. This is fucking nuts. Well, it was weird. Cause it's like, whenever I quit drinking soda, I was expecting it. Like everybody's like, oh dude, when you stop drinking soda, you're going to feel so much better. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's fucking do it. I'm going to stop drinking soda. I'm going to be like feeling so good. And I stopped drinking soda. And I was like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> Don't I'm not riding better. I don't feel better. Or I don't like. This is stupid. Know, man. I'm not. I, 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 I know I have an unpopular opinion, but I'll, I'll just keep my shitty opinion about health to myself. But there you go. What's know, your whatever. what's your shitty opinion about health? That I don't think anything overrated. makes you better unless I, I, I think the only thing that makes you a better bike rider is by riding. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I don't think. Like, I mean, it's going to sound insane, but like, I really don't think like working out or doing any of that shit makes you feel better. Like, what I don't, about, what about yoga? No, I don't, it I, does. I, don't fucking, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> like, I want to see, I, 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 I see you try I, yoga, I dude. Let's I don't, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I, I just don't, I, if um, I'm not into, if I don't like, if I'm not into it, I'm just like, mm, no. Dude, I'm, I'm visualizing a, a video of like doing the morning routine joke that you were talking about, but it's like you actually doing all the good shit and it's just you suffering through it. You're like in down dog and you're just like, fuck this. I hate this. Dude. Just doing like, some, I, doing I, some and morning I, yoga. 
I'm not like arguing health. I, I understand. Like, cause like after, after Swamp Fest, like my, my back was pretty severely fucked up from like working so long. And, uh, I had to like, uh, <clears throat> do all these stretches cause my hamstrings were so, my legs were so tense and so, uh, I don't know, I guess tight stretched out or yeah. whatever that when I, I was like, I was having to bend over so much for Swamp Fest shit and doing so much shit on my feet that my back was like my I guess my back was stretching and my legs weren't stretching and it caused like my lower back to like shut like my body literally like shut down I couldn't ride I couldn't ride for like god two Damn, months that sucks. Like that. Yikes. and uh I ended up having to go to the doctor and like do all these crazy stretches and shit to like get my shit like back to normal but uh I'm good now so can you touch your toes now mm, I don't know I haven't tried that's a good that's a good measure for if you're if you got if you need if you need some stretching in your life is if you can touch your toes. So I think stretching's stretching's pretty dope. Big fan. Anyway, you mentioned Swamp Fest. <sighs> what's okay. going on? What's going on with uh what what month is it? November? When is Swamp Fest gonna be? Yeah, it's uh February seventeenth is Swamp it's Fest. Common. Uh but we're in full it's like full. I don't. I don't like put anything on my calendar as far as like riding or trips or anything like that during this period, just this because I know things come time. up and I know that like, you know, I could have you know monster call me tomorrow and be like, hey, can we hop on the phone? Blah blah blah. And like when I'm on, the 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 thing is that I don't do full Swamp Fest full time. You know, like I'm not like uh, I don't work in an office and have meetings regularly. And like deal with that amount of like uh, stress all the time. Mm -hmm. So whenever I get hit with it, I'm not I'm not very good at it. Like I'm not good at like um, being organized and having um, just like having a that I don't even know how to describe it. Like my brain gets cloudy like from doing it. Like I feel like if I'm like too in the zone about Swamp Fest, like I can't I can't do anything else. I can't think about it. I can't think about riding. I can't do anything. Like I have to be like thinking yeah. about like what we're doing, what the plan is, especially when it comes to, like bigger sponsors where it's like, okay, dude, like you gotta, I gotta nail this. Like I gotta nail this in order to like, you know, make this shit happen. Um, I have to really focus on it. So like, I can't be like on a riding trip and then dip out for a little bit and take a Swamp Fest call and then get back on my bike and film a clip. It's like, no, it's like either one or the other. It's like I'm either riding all day long and like focusing on that, or I need to focus on swamp fest shit and like just organize and it's the since we moved to a new location it's like there's a lot of like talking to the new owner telling him what to expect like making sure he's okay with stuff and it's like no matter how many times i tell an owner like look there's gonna be a huge fire there's gonna be a lot of fireworks are you cool with it they're like yep no problem i'm like okay i don't believe you until it happens <laughs> yeah i don't believe you till the day after and there's been no issues yeah. and i'm like are you sure dude like, do you know what's about to happen? Like, you, you're, you, you're sure. It was the first thing I, when I, when I had a meeting with, um, with the new complex at Waldo was like, I was like, Hey, before we go any further in this conversation, I just want to make sure that you guys understand that like what we do is we have like an 80 foot tall fire and there's a lot of people with fireworks. And if you guys are not okay with people having full freedom to do whatever they want here, then this meeting is done. Like that's the first, first step of it. 
And the guy was like, yeah, man, it shouldn't be a problem. There's a fireworks store right across the street. So we should be set up and good to go. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't need supplied fireworks. I just want to make sure that you guys are cool with what's going to go on. He's like, oh yeah, man, we got 180 acres. That's why we have this much room. Leave it around. And I was like, all right, perfect. Like, nice. You know, yeah. Like that's like, that's the major, major, major concern. And then, um, but, uh, I had a meeting with them and they were like 100% down with doing everything. And um, what's the pitch? Like, what's that like when you talk to a new venue? Like, Hey, check out, <laughs> check out this video. My friend's jumping off of a 50 foot thing into so... a two foot pool. There's a monster truck, huge fire. Everybody's rowdy and shitty. You want to do it? It's like, I have a, uh, I have a presentation deck that I send out or that. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I send it out. Damn. I want to see that just sponsorships and stuff like that. That's just kind of like, it's like a general, um, it's a general, if you didn't know anything about Swamp Fest and you look through this slideshow of stuff, you would know exactly what Swamp Fest is, why we do it, how many people were there, what were the past sponsors, what are the views on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the, all the analytics, all that stuff to where like you can, you have no questions afterwards. Of nice. like what yeah. goes on because a lot of brands it's like you know if i want to pull off a new brand it's like you got to pitch them know what, and they don't even know what bmx really does it's like i need to have something on deck ready to go and now that the border has helped me the past few years like they've made the deck and like established it to where now each year we can just go in and just like spruce it up add add the updated information and kind of just like check all the boxes and then Usually during Swamp Fest, like if I see a video that has a lot of views, I note it in my phone. So I'm constantly keeping track of it of like, oh, look, that video has a lot of views. Oh, shit, that has a lot. That has a lot. That has a lot. So then whenever we go to do the presentation deck, I can I can show the top, you know, 20 most viewed videos of the event. So brands understand why they're paying money. This is how many eyes you're going to get on your logo and blah, 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 and all that shit. So, um, but yeah, so I, uh we have that to give to somebody and the new location is like super sick, dude. It's like, it's, I, I couldn't be more stoked on it. Like it's cause before we always did, we always did the event on like the whole shot of a moto track, like where the gate is, where they all take off. Mm -hmm. So it was, I was always confined to like this rectangle, you know, like you can only go this far and you only go this far and that's it. And this year I got like unlimited room. So me and Dave were talking and I'm like, dude, I don't even know. Like we're going to have to figure out like how much square footage we can do. Cause like, if we put a quarter pipe too far away, we got to get, we got to make flat bottom all the way there and back. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a lot of wood. Like, so we have to like, we almost need to figure out like how big logistically we can make the course, like how, what we can afford, you know, um, which I've never had that before. Never had that opportunity to go as big as I want. Um, so I'm yeah, really it's almost like crippling to be able to go as big as you want, because when you're like confined, you can get creative and you have like your yeah. constraints. Now you're just like For constraintless. Sure. You're like, uh, <laughs> you know, like that's wild. like when we yeah. made like when we made that castle last year, it was crazy because I was like, I was like, yeah, I want to make like a four four tier castle. And I was like, OK, well, the bot, if we're going to do the castle, that means the top is going to have to be like five feet wide. And that means the next tier is going to need to be like. 10 feet wide and then that means the tier after that's gonna have to be 20 feet wide and the one below that's going to be like you know about almost 30 feet wide and then you add the quarter pipes 
that's another 10 feet. That's 40 feet. Then you add the moats. That turns out to be like 60 feet. We only got 80 feet of room to go. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, dude, we're going to figure out, like, you 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 don't realize that, like, when you build something, like, you have to start from the top and, like, you figure out how far it goes because you got to have enough flat bottom. You got to have enough, but not too much flat bottom. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a hard, there's a lot more uh, measuring and, like, figuring out where we can fit shit in order for it to work because there's going to be so many people also that you want it to work. You want it to, like, flow. You don't want it to just be, like, a fucking traffic jam of, like, everybody hits a quarter pipe and then it's just like, boom, there's nothing there. And then you have a lot of people like you gotta, you gotta like kind of account, account for all that stuff. And that that's like, not the, that's not like the fun part of, I mean, it's fun. Cause you're trying to figure it out, but it's like money wise, I'm not, I don't have an unlimited budget. So it's like, I have to figure out like how much room can we actually do? How many obstacles do we have? Where do we need to fit stuff? And it's like a, you're fucking really engineering dude yeah <laughs> you're like you're being a skate park engineer just to burn it all which is so wild to me like do, you, it's do also, you think yeah. after each has there been a swamp fest so far but you're like man i wish we could have kept that set up like instead of uh, setting it all on yeah. fire yes <laughs> i mean we've, we've we've got it pretty good now where i keep all the metal in the skate light like i get like a squad out there and like peel up all the skate light like i'll get like and once like once we start taking up skate light, then everybody wants to hop in and start helping. Mm-hmm. So like I can just sit there in the skid steer and it's just like everybody just like piles it up and then I drive it over and dump it off and come back and it's like so we can kind of like peel all the material off because like that that shit doesn't go bad. So we can just keep using it every year and every year and every year and that helps with cost because then we don't need some material. And then the metal we try to like take all the coping off of everything, all the angle iron off of everything, try to chop up the swamp rail, keep that because that shit doesn't go bad either. You know? So yeah. we try to keep it very DIY in order of like recycling it and keeping yeah. that going. But as far as plywood and shit, man, like there ain't nothing. Like a lot of people were like, you know, you should, you should give, you should give that quarter pipe to a local, you know, scene or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. that shit's built with particle board. It's built like dog shit. And it has two and it has, one layer of particle board on it with some skate light. If you want it, if you can get it home without it falling apart, go for it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you yeah, wouldn't. You wouldn't. You, want, you will not yeah. get it home without it falling apart. I promise you that. Yeah. I've done it. I've I've tried to move a swamp fest inside. It does not work. It is not. It is fucking terrible. It is the worst shit ever. So people always get mad about like us wasting shit, and I'm like, there there's nothing I can do. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Like what? Oh, you want the castle? Yeah. You want the castle? Go yeah, for it. Come, Take come it. get it. Take the castle? No, you can't. So what are you going to do? Like, it's just, <laughs> so it's just like, it's, it's, it's a really complicated thing, but, uh, it's complicated yeah, as it's, hell, it's, dude. There's so much that goes into it. And then you just burn it okay. all. It's so wild. <clears throat> well, and it's cool. Cause this year we kind of brought, I brought Vishen to do that video. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was, really awesome because he he's so good at that stuff of like doing documentary style yeah um, stuff to where uh we just want to show people that like we're just a small group of guys trying to make something cool happen like it's not you know like a street company like it's not like it's not like i hire a production company to come out and they 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 do the shit and that's it like it's like no, I'm out there having to duct tape two hoses together to make sure that we can get water to here. So we have enough water for the swamp rail, you know, it's like, yeah. it's as like DIY as it possibly gets. And it's, it's, 
easier for brands to want to be a part of it when they understand that it's a group of guys trying to make something cool happen. It's not a company, like a faceless company where it's like, this is, you know, fucking so-and-so event company. It's like, who runs it? Oh, it's just some random guys they hired. Like when you can put a face to it and you can see that it's real working class people trying to make some shit happen. It's like, I feel like the brands believe in it more and they know their money is going to buy some particle board to put on the ground, you know? So it's like, it makes more sense. But uh, When you think about the future of it, what it what I mean, I'm sure you don't get too far ahead and I like almost answered the question as I was thinking of it. I was just like, what is what do you think about the future of Swamp Fest? Do you see it? Could it become a company like a big thing that's more repeatable and be like you mentioned Street uh, League? Like what if it could become that? But then I was thinking in I was like, no, you probably just focus on trying to keep it real and keep doing it every year and see what happens. Like I'm- Well, it, um I think that I uh I try to make sure that the ethos of the event stays the same. <clears throat> um, that was a corporate-ass like, sentence right there, Dan. I'm trying to make sure that, that the ethos is consistent within our like, company. <laughs> like, there's certain things that have to stay the same. Yeah. We can't change. Like, I've had plenty of opportunities to, like, with Swamp Fest to... Uh, have you heard of uh, Mike Busey at all? Mike Busey. Related to Gary Busey? No, I don't know. Yes. Google, oh, for real? Yeah. Google Google Mike Busey real quick. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let you Google it and see what you find out. Oh, shit. Look at him. Is he related to Gary Busey? He is, huh? He looks like it. So He's- pretty much he is like a dude in Central Florida that has all these strippers and OnlyFans girls at his house and uh he has like a private snapchat and it's just like the douchiest fucking jug fest yeah. ever at his house and he was like yeah man you could come do it at my house you know we blah blah blah, blah and we could get twenty thousand people there and it like and i'm thinking to myself i'm like yeah i probably could like if i if i took swamp fest to your house and i just sold the fuck out and i made it the most white trash fucking uh just terrible representation of like what i'm about yeah i can cash in easily but i don't because this shit's like it's serious this is like a serious thing that we do for like bike riding it's not like a joke like fest thing where it's like oh strippers walking around and look at that hot chick it's like no dude this shit ain't like you know so it's like i've had plenty of opportunities to and i've had dude i can't stop looking at mike Busey. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but that but 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 that's what I'm saying is that it's like I I try to I try to make sure it stays. Yeah, cool. it's got it. It doesn't feel like a BMX I, event I, if you moved moved it there, you know? No. It's like I have to make sure it stays stays underground, it stays core, it stays uh like yeah, involving skating and shit like that. That's cuz I just been I'm home with Gregson and Gregson's like, "Hey, I'll bring some skaters out. We'll go do a jam." All right, cool. Yeah. We just did it. I thought that was sick as fuck. That and like, and it's like now it's like progress this thing where it's like skaters are psyched on it. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's sick. It's not like this thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring skateboarding in so that I can cash in on that. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah. that's not a thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not, that's not how this shit works. Step, and, step um, four of the plan is to incorporate skateboarders because yeah. that industry has like, more I try money. To like, I try to like, I try to make sure that it gets better every year. I don't want to like, that's why like those COVID years, like, 
fucking took years off my life is because like 2019 was so good and it was such a high and then like then the you know we went through covid and i had to cancel and all this shit and then those two years the one where we had to do it inside and then the one really muddy year they weren't as good because we it was forced outside of my control <clears throat> and it doesn't matter if it's forced outside your control people go and they're like oh that wasn't as fun as last year right and that's like that's not good so it's like my goal and after we did this last year everybody's like dude that was insane it was amazing and i was like yeah this is the event i've been trying to do this entire time like i've been trying to do this this entire time but i've been getting shit on with weather and covid and all these things and it's like finally now i feel like we're back in a place where it's like we can progress and i want to make sure every year swamp fest progresses i want to every year to get bigger better the ramps are better to ride the setups are still crazy but like they're doable and i feel like we've like try to find that happy medium of like oh it's crazy but it's still tangible and people can still ride it and it's still fun where it's like i feel like for a few years i was just trying to kill somebody by like <laughs> making the craziest thing I was possible. just trying to kill somebody like you know i, I wasn't <laughs> trying to but like that was yeah. what was happening yeah. and it got to the point where i was like fuck we we need to kind of scale that back we need to like stop doing so much like death defying shit and make it more tangible and this year it was much more user friendly and everybody had a lot more fun and having something like the castle that was like a uh like a uh like something that was like the identity of the event right this is the theme yeah this is yeah, the yeah. thing this yeah. is the big thing it's not branded by anybody it's just a swamp fest castle and everybody walks up like whoa that's sick and it's like the heart of the event it's like i realized i'm like that's cool what prompted the castle idea? I agree. It's cool and the centerpiece, but sorry to interject, but no, 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 what, no, what prompted fine. the castle? Because um, I, I think about Disney and I'm like, did Disney have anything to do with the castle <laughs> idea? I mean, we're in, we're in Central Florida yeah. but, and this is where Disney World is. And uh, I think we, I mean, we're always like, I have, I have like, like a laundry list of Swamp Fest obstacles in my phone of us, like us, like out bullshitting and Dave's like, we should build a castle. And I was like, fuck, that would be fun to build. He's like, yeah, we can have like quarter pipes going up each side. And like, I can make all these like spires with like roofs on them and shit. And I was like, oh, that'd be funny. And then nothing really ever came of it. Like we didn't, we just like kind of thought about it. And then Dave's like, yeah, well, if we do the castle, then I can put the castle on the flyer. And then whatever castle I draw on the flyer, I'll try to make sure that we, we build the castle that's on the flyer in real life. Sick. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, so it kind of becomes like a theme and then yeah. it kind of became this thing where like people started calling it like the tragic kingdom and all these things. And the I was like, tragic oh, kingdom, sick. dude, that's fine. Yeah. Like they kind of like, like, or somebody was like the, yeah, Disney is like the happiest place on earth. Everybody was like, his name is like the scariest place on earth and shit like that. And like, yep. it started taking on this thing where I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like there's like a theme to it. Like it's, it's, uh, it just has more of like an identity. I don't even know. I really don't even know how to describe it. It just kind of happened. And I was like, damn, we should do that. Like, we should do that again. And so this year is going to be uh, pirate-themed. Sick. Something, I'm not going to say what it is, but there will be something featured. There will be a pirate be ship. Built in, uh, in real life. You don't have to say it, but if it's pirate-themed, it's a pirate ship. And there's going to be dope-ass obstacles incorporated with this pirate ship. Maybe. <clears throat> and I'll be Maybe. damned if I'm wrong. I would bet... $50 that I'm right. 
yeah so but that uh that's awesome but this year's gonna be crazy though it's gonna be it's gonna be really crazy and it's cool because this year we have we have two ponds that are like 16 foot deep so this year we'll have a lot more like like we could have like a lake joke we could have like uh, like you know all these like we're like oh dude what if we did like a mini ramp that was just like floating out there that people like there's no way to get to people have to like swim out and then put their bike on and they can like ride it in the middle and there's no way like so like, we started thinking about all these things of like you know ways that we could um incorporate the water and do more water slides and almost more like uh like amusement park shit like just yeah. make like like we had that that water slide loop last year and like the amount of people that are just jumping off the castle in the water i'm like this is awesome that's not even a ramp yeah that's nothing to do with bike riding but like people were like this is awesome this is great so i'm like we need to have more water slides next year fucking trampolines like just all we just need to make it just like so much fun and so ridiculous that like people walk away just being like that was the funnest thing i've ever done in my life like that yeah that's like i've realized that that is the main thing that we have to stick to is um people having fun you know no matter if they're on a bike skateboard not even riding at all like i just want people to enjoy themselves and and just and it just be a full-on party celebration of just like you know fun so yeah when did this when does like the i I mean i guess as soon as you tear down and clean up from last year's that's kind of when you start thinking about this year's but when do you start taking it serious and like okay we got to figure out a plan and like with the the planning phases of this event how long does this last yeah so i uh my uh my agent uh ryan clemens does all of uh the organizational or the organizational stuff behind the scenes as far as like reaching out to like you know bigger brands like monster and you know the, the the huge brands you know like the big corporate ones and then he does all like the they do all the bookkeeping for me as well behind the scenes nice uh, so then i don't get fucked up with taxes and all that shit like they they help me like organize behind and just leave all the creative to me where i can just focus on like i focus on the bmx brand uh, doing the bmx brands and the event itself and just doing my thing and then they handle the back end so we have I actually have a Swamp Fest meeting once a week all year round about the event, where we're at, what we need to do, all things like that. If he hears of any any brands that are interested, if I hear of any brands that are interested, we make notes the whole year round. Um, because, dude, I hear about I hear about Swamp Fest everywhere I go, like no matter what. Yeah, of course. Like no, like it could be June. And I'm at a Vans contest and somebody walks up and they're like, hey, man, hey, my buddy lives in Florida. He was talking about that. He knows a guy with a monster truck. You might want to hit him up about Swamp Fest. And I have to make it out of it. You know, like what, whatever it is, like that shit happens constantly. Yeah. So I have to like keep track of that stuff and make sure it's noted. And like this year, especially, I tried to uh, be ahead of the curve as far as like giving brands time to decide if they want to be in the event because if i don't give them enough time especially now that we push the event into february that means i have to have the sponsors figured out by january beginning of january so that means around but then you knock out thanksgiving that's a chunk you knock out between christmas and new New year's Year's. that's a chunk so it's like i gotta decide now even though the event's not for two months i have to figure it out right now and then um once i get the brands figured out then i figure out how many obstacles we need then I start trying to figure out like a wood count and I like all this. Cause it's like, I don't know how much we can do until I figure out how much money we have to spend. Right. You know, like I don't have, 
I don't have a credit card with an unlimited budget to where it's like, okay, whatever it costs, we got to do it. It's like, I get X amount of dollars and whatever it is, like, that's what we can do. Like, you know, to where it's like, yeah, if it were up to me, like I would pay all my guys, you know, astronomical numbers. I would let Vish stay on site for in a hotel for two months and he can film whatever he wants and pay him out the ass. But it's like, I don't have, I don't, I, I don't have that. And it's like, that's like what I, uh, I get so frustrated when I see like all the Olympic stuff is that I see how much money they put into that stuff and I see how much money it goes into it. And like, and I'm just like, if I had that budget, I would, I could do the crazy, the most in the most insane event of all time. Like if I had a quarter of the budget that they had, you know what I mean? Like, but so it's like, I, I, but it, it all, all, it all depends on what we do in the event is, um, how much money we have you know almost it's like a similar concept to what we were saying earlier with like the constraints make it better like you have getting getting your budget and then like how can we milk the most out of this like makes it pretty special and dope i think but also but also but also like not getting the most out of the budget but not sacrificing anything yeah like not sacrificing not being like okay well this year this obstacle is a flat rail because well it's all we can afford and we made most of it it's like no it has to be good it yeah. has to be good no matter what it is, no matter what it costs. That's why we started using a lot of dirt because I started figuring out, oh, well, if I use dirt, I can pile it up and I can shape it. And then we can just put like a layer of plywood on top of it instead of yeah. building a structure. And so we've tried to, we've kind of figured out these little techniques that work um, better, like we, where we can make something big and massive and awesome, but like for as cheap as possible. Like I literally have a pile of material on the side of my house right now that I collect all year long for small fest. Nice. Like we're literally going to Tampa next week to tear down a mini ramp to get material for small fest. Like it's constant. It's, it's a con- constant. Constantly- you created a monster. Dude. It's it's it, dude. It's constant. But, but it's swamp because, monster. Because I know if I have more material, I can make it better. I yeah. can make it better, and I just want to make something better and better and better each year. But that just costs more and more money and I don't have the money. So I got to figure <laughs> out how to, I got to figure out how to do it. So, but, um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's, but getting back to what you said, like, when do I start? It's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. I mean, spring is like, I kind of chill a little bit, like, but as soon as I see how the event goes and I see, okay, we need to fix that. We need to fix that. We need to fix that. Right. I immediately start making those changes for next year. We're like this year, we saw the skaters, they did the rail. And I was like, okay, the rail was too small last year. We got to make that bigger. We got to focus on getting a bigger rail for next year. Okay. It seems like people didn't like, you know, this, oh, we did the tunnel last year. Let's not do a tunnel this year. Mm-hmm. We still have the roller coaster rail. How are we going to use that? Like, you know, I just, I just, it's, it's, it's fucking constant. It's constantly. And it's not on just my mind. It's on everybody's minds. Dave, Marcel, Jay, like we're all constantly thinking about Swamp Fest and thinking about, if we see a, an insane video on Instagram of like, you know, some kid jumping onto a trampoline and eating shit, we're like, we need a trampoline next year. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, and like, they'll send it to me and like, we need this for Swamp Fest next year. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'll write it down. Like, so we're all, we're all thinking about um, how to make it better. And it's not like we just sit down and plan it out for a month and then make it happen. It's like, it's a full, I know, I mean, I know, I know my <laughs> Kelsey is, hates hearing about Swamp Fest. I just talk about it. <laughs> Like, oh, your stupid event! <laughs> like, yeah, I know Swamp Fest. Yeah, you want to build this? All right, cool. Like, whatever. You like, get yeah, it? Okay, yeah. hey, we get it. We get it. We get it. So, and it's like Good. I even feel bad like talking about it to other people because I'm just like, look, I know, like, but it's 
just on my mind 24 hours a day. And I just want it to like, <clears throat> I just want it to be good. I just he's, want he's talking about his fucking so good. stupid festival again. He's, <laughs> he's yeah. Trey, Trey won't shut up about his little BMX festival. Dude, I got to pee. Hold on. I, I'll yeah. be, be right back. I'm about to explode. Be right back. We're back. We got our Zevias. Health, healthy boys. Healthy boys, dude. This helped me lose 65 pounds. Yeah, not me. Uh, anything else about um, Swamp Fest? Anything <sighs> exciting besides it being pirate shippy? There's going to be trampolines. It's going to be more people than ever at a big new venue. Uh, we have like uh, we have like actual woods this year to build jumps in, which will be cool. Nice. Like, and we have like unlimited rooms, so we can kind of like it's like the same thing as like the the limited space where it's like years have always been like constraint to like okay you can only go this far and your starting points here, so it's like I can only fit so much shit in there. So this year it's like we have like woods that are unlimited, a feel like a field that's unlimited, so it'll be good. Um, and Dave King, we're actually it's it's uh, we're actually doing um, we're building the dirt jumps in uh next month in the middle of next month because it's hard with the jumps because <clears throat> sometimes I uh like if I'm building ramps and the guys are building the jumps it's like uh when the jumps get done they'll be like still like kind of soft right before the event like they don't have time to like get hard and also like the guys building the jumps they get it done in like five days and they're done and then it's hard for me to like fly somebody down for for a week or whatever and then they fly home and then they come back for the event. It's like kind of hard to like in, yeah. in a short period of time, you know? Um, so uh, I talked to Dave King and my buddy, Joey, they're going to come down in December and knock out the jumps in, in, uh, in like a week. And then um, they're all going to go home. And then that way the jumps will be done and good to go. And they can sit there and harden up and shit. We can ride them in. And then right before the event, they'll come back down and dial them and be good to go. So That's technically the bill will start next month, but uh just for just for a week and then i go and then come back yeah but we i think that the official uh build is going to start on the 15th of january with so much space this year have you i mean has anybody i've never been so i don't know but live music yeah, what the fuck dude <clears throat> yeah <laughs> what's up with you arizona guys you arizona, know, like all all fuck frank lufa all of y'all y'all frank and lufa haven't been the one either huh they haven't been to one either I don't think so. That's because they're like, it's like, they're they're like, like swamp. Get real. Like, oh my god, it's like it's just you. It's messy. Like dirt and stuff, and it's just it, it's just a lot. Like it's just a lot. I'm like, I could hear Lufa saying, that. and I kind of agree. You know, it's a lot. I don't want to get dirty, but if there's live music and it's like a that's has there been live, live music? Live music out of everything you're saying. If there's live, you'll go. Yeah, that's just live. what's on my mind right now. I'll I'll go if it's uh who if you get fucking post malone i don't know <laughs> i don't want you to come dude. I, don't want you. <laughs> I i would love to come dude maybe this year will be the year i mean no, it won't. It, you ain't maybe, gonna come. maybe it's not out of the realm of possibilities yeah yeah right <laughs> nobody from arizona is gonna go florida get real get real for some um, reason people from arizona have like this like vendetta against florida where they like it's like another warm place that people go and they're just like Fuck that. Yeah. I, don't, I already I don't, live in an un I don't, oven. I don't like it there. I don't like it there. 
I don't want to. Every, everybody in Arizona, they all like, no, I don't want to. You can't make me go to Florida. They hate it so much. Uh, but yeah, I was just thinking about it. Like you, you got woods, dirt jumps, and then so, a bunch of space between wherever the main obstacle will be. And then you could just have like, it could turn, it could morph into a festival thinking of, speaking of different directions it could take, but that would be interesting to, but then yeah. there's so much more logistics. I'm, I'm overwhelmed just trying to put together or trying to think about you putting it together. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot, dude. And then you have a team helping you. So that's, that's nice, but still there's so much logistics and thought yeah. brain brain real estate so then to well, add like try and yeah. add like a proper festival type of thing it's like mm -mm, it's too much well it's it, it's like one of those things where people always like they always approach me and or like they tell me like you should really blah 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 like oh you should have a live stream for the event like, yeah <laughs> or, i like, should should or I? like <laughs> or you know you uh you should have like a battle of the bands like or you should have blah blah blah, blah like all these things and i'm like in theory yes that makes sense like you know like all these great ideas that people come to me with live stream you know whether i had people talking to me about live stream last night like you should do a live stream you could you know if somebody paid five bucks they could watch you man blah blah, blah. And i'm like yeah but you don't understand that it's like me emailing a live stream company they getting back to me me organizing with them them showing up on site me having to figure out with them they have to do it i have to post it on social media they gotta make the post it's like it's not just like yeah yeah, yeah just do it yeah. It's like, I already like, I, if it doesn't make the event better, if it is not the merch booth or doing the event that's already exist, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not putting in any, I don't, some people do. I don't have the bandwidth for that. My brain, I can't, I already get too stressed out and shit. I can't, if maybe if I could hire somebody to do it, but I, I don't have like business knowledge. I don't have organ. I don't, I'm, I'm not good at it. So it's really hard for me to like figure out how to do. Um, that's why I need like people like the border involved. Cause I'm just like, my brain doesn't can't yeah. handle it. I don't have enough. I'm so worried about making the event perfect that like people were like, Oh yeah, you know, you should have like open vending. Like if people want to come in and like sell stuff today and I'm like, yeah, that's a great in theory. That would be great. Cause it would bring in a bunch of revenue for the event or whatever. But it's like, that person shows up at the gate. They're going to text me. They're going to wonder if there's power. I have to come over. Hey, this power outlet doesn't work. I have to talk to him. I got to go to the front gate. Hey, why doesn't that power pole work? They don't need this. They're wondering if, when the event's going to stop. You know, it's just like there's so much to every little step that it's like I can't add any more steps. Yeah. I can't add any more steps. Like there's no more. Like I don't I don't have it in me. Like, yeah, maybe if I had like a. Uh, a producer or something like somebody on site like if i could be like yeah hey or talk to this guy but i don't have that guy i don't have yeah. a guy because none of my friends want to work the event they want to be there yeah i want to be there they want to hang out like it's like we've worked all month to do it. they want to enjoy it like yeah like dave will be there if i'm like yo dave this is falling apart can you grab your drill and like let's let's prop this up or whatever that's fine but like it's almost like I need people that don't even want to go to the event to work the event in order for them to like to walk around with you know a I mean? clipboard, like, a clipboard and a walkie-talkie and just put out fires because that's but see, what, but, that's but see, that then it's like, but then that's like all that's like corporate shit. Like I don't want, I don't want that. Yeah. Like I don't want like what a conundrum. Like, I don't want like a team of people that are all you know like. Yeah. That's weird too. Like, I want like a shitty PA in the back of a truck and Steve Crano like just trying to say what's going on. Like, yeah, because I invest in some nice PA system. Like, yeah, of course. But it's like, 
we got to keep it DIY. Like we yeah. have to keep it like the way it is. Like it can't, it can't get too nice. Like yeah. it can't, it's got to stay the way it who's, is. That's what the, the event is. <laughs> who's the perfect person in BMX to be that PA or the, to be the producer? To, who do you picture of, a, of anybody in BMX of all time to be the perfect person to walk around with a clipboard and a headset on and scream at people? Who's the, who's the Swamp Fest dictator? <laughs> I think. I feel like it would need to be some type of TM yeah. position. Like somebody that's got their shit together. That knows I'm not going to lie, Chadwick, Chadwick entered the mind. I was like, maybe, maybe Chadwick. Yeah, but he, he would get too overwhelmed. He would get too. He'd have a meltdown. I he mean... would get too overwhelmed with it. Maybe like Stu Johnson. He'd probably be really oh, good yeah. at it. Dude. Because he... he's like really assertive and really good at like. He He's killed really it at the, at uh, what's it called? The X Games Real BMX at the yeah, because he has school. Like, yeah, here he, he has on it. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so yeah. probably maybe, maybe Stu, like, yeah. he probably be a good, a good person for it, or like yeah. Mark Losey, maybe. Yeah, Mark Losey <laughs> would be good at it too. Yeah. You need to get him on the podcast. I would love to talk to Losey. I think you gotta do, you gotta do, you gotta do your homework. What yeah. I think we've DM'd about it, but I, uh, I have a tendency, I get a get a real boner for this podcast and then I'm DM and doing outreach. And then I like my other life comes into play and then I kind of forget about it. And then I go back and I'm like, I don't even know who I want to talk to, but I have like people that I've told that I need to talk to them. I'm, I'm, make just, a list. I'm unorganized. <clears throat> you had to do your research before you talk to somebody like Mark Losey. I'll tell you who's not going to be on the, on the clipboard is me. I, me running that yeah. event. That's no, that ain't, that ain't for me. I, I just I, wanted to, as much I, as I want to be like an organized type a person, I'm just not, you know, it's, yeah happen. i try I'm, I'm trying to be like with swamp fest i have like i i need to be better um but it's really hard it's just, it's just so like changing a core like, personality trait i just don't i ain't got it yeah. you know well it's just like i'm just i i i'm so uh i'm like so focused on the creative of it like not even not make i guess it's creative i hate using that word because it sounds just so like I love it when people are like, he's just a creative. It's like, what are you fucking saying? <laughs> it's, it, it, but it's like, I, I guess I just like, I understand. I'm like, I, I understand. I just have it in my head of what the event has to be. Like You're how it has to work. Yeah. Have a, I, I understand how it has to work. And it's hard for me sometimes to delegate those things to other people. Like, like for example like when people come out when people come out and they, they're like hey i want to help what could i do and i'm like you yeah, have my vision this, do you have like that? and i'm thinking in my head i'm like i'm like well this is going to be a hip and there needs to be plywood that comes down here and this needs to be stacked up here but there needs to be enough deck room because if we don't have enough deck room the people can't stand there so it needs to be like 16 foot deep but then the bank's going to go to eight feet so this area needs like and i'm like i'm like do i can't even like tell you what's in my brain of what you can do uh you can just pick up trash that, <laughs> Or just carry all that plywood from there to there, and that'll be great. I can just like, picture you telling that to somebody, like, and you do that what you just said, like four foot at that, da, 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 and then you're just like, never mind, I'm gonna do it, <laughs> you know. Like, well, and that and that's what happens is that I, I'm I'm and that's that, that's what I'm getting at is like I'm not good at I'm delegating. Not good at, I, I'm I'm not good at swamp fest. Like I'm not good at what I, I'm trying to learn my best on how to give people tasks and accomplish them, but we're so freestyle of the way the course works and stuff that it's like, I don't have a checklist of like, 
okay, Marcel, your duties today are build these two six foot quarter pipes, move them here, apply this much flat bottom. It's like, it doesn't work that way. Like we, we kind of like, we build an obstacle and we're like, Ooh, that looks cool. Fuck. We should really add a bank to the side of it. But if we do the bank, then we need to do something here. Okay. Like, and then we kind of like, we're like, well, let's just build this and then we'll build the bank. And then we build yeah. the bank and we're like, it really needs a rail on the side of it though. Like that really would make, like, it's, it's so freestyle because I wanted to be, I wanted to be good. Like I want, I want, I don't want to just be like, this is what the plan is. I don't give a shit if it's good or not. It's just, this is what it's doing. It's like, no, right. it has to be done well. And pe I want people to enjoy it and have a good time. So it's like, and I want the courses to be good. I want it to be like fun to ride. And I think last year we really nailed it with like, like that, that literally really tiny mellow double kink rail. Like people loved that thing, man. Mm -hmm. They loved it. And I was like, all right, we need to do more of that. People really, really liked that. They enjoyed that. So we need to do more of that. And then it's like, so it's, it, it's just hard to delegate. Yeah. It's hard to delegate responsibilities to people because I, I have it in my head, but it's hard to, it's hard for me to tell somebody else that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just underneath this umbrella of like what Swamp Fest is, there's, you have to focus on like event production, event coordination. You got construction management, construction design, like so many different like full-time jobs that you're trying to just you know wiggle together yeah. which i can i can empathize i haven't yeah. done it but i can imagine i think this year i'm gonna have uh i think i'm gonna add one other person to the crew that is that knows how to build ramps because that's one thing that's hard is that it's like a lot we have a lot of shit that we have to build is just like bullshit like a deck for this a court like when you land off the box jump there needs to be a quarter pipe there we need mm -hmm. something here like just put a quarter just put a six foot quarter pipe here but it's like i'm the only one that's like understands in my head what like oh yeah it needs to be six foot tall let's do like an eight foot radius maybe put like a two foot extension on it and just do the do the studs like eight inches on center and blah blah, blah. like if i tell somebody else that they're like uh what and like so i'm like okay fine I'll, I'll here i'll do it like you just um do you just do blah, blah 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 and i'm like i need a ramp builder there to be like hey can you give me 10 six foot tall quarter pipes so i can just go that goes there 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 and then one over there one over there and one back there so it just fills in the space and i can focus on like you know building a castle or like weird <laughs> shit like that that's like I, only i have in my head so yeah. um but yeah so or but, building a pirate ship possibly Mm hmm. I'll see. Mm hmm. You'll see. Our matey. Well, that's exciting, dude. Swamp Fest is coming up. We're in the deadline for it. Um, what else is going on? What's the latest in in uh, BMX in Trey's world? What are you paying attention to? Give me some news. Mm, I don't pay attention. Gossip, to bro. I don't pay attention to shit. You don't. You don't have any. Uh, you don't have any tea. New, new favorite writers? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, yeah, I think I, I, the, this will be my, my, my two cents on the situation that we were, we were talking about in the car yesterday when we were, when we were driving home from the skate park is that, uh, or two days ago, um, Jay watched a new video that came out and he's like, dude, I don't get it. Like that just didn't do it for me like that with all the people. And I'm not going to say what video it was, but he's like, he's like, yeah, there was like a video came out and like. I don't know. I just didn't like, I don't know. I just didn't really think it was that good. Like it was a lot of just like California spots and people just doing like the same shit and it just doesn't do it for me. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I feel that way too. Like, why is that? 
Like we were like tr- like genuinely like concerned. Like we were all like, why do we feel? That are we, are we old? <laughs> like we were just well, we were just like I was just like I was just like curious. I'm just like what? And I think it's like the with us seeing so much like uh, BMX content on Instagram nowadays. It's almost like <clears throat> think about if pizza is your favorite food and you eat pizza every single day for three meals a day for two years straight. And then somebody's like, yeah, guess what? There's a new pizza out. Check this one out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're not going to like it anymore. Even yeah. if it was something that you love. Even if it was something that you love. Yeah. If you have too much of it, you don't like it anymore. Yep. And it's like, I feel like that is what's going on in bike riding. It's like, at least for me and like the people that I'm around, is that there's and I'm not, and I, and I hate, I hate people that are like doom and gloom, like, oh, bike riding is so much better back then. I hate that shit. Like, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all, but it's like, if you see too much of it, you can't absorb it as well. Yeah. You, you can't absorb I mean? it. Like you can't <clears throat> absorb it. Like, because you're so full, you're so full of it that you can't, you can't keep taking it in. Yeah. Maybe when you're 15, 16 years old, like Marcel's like, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's great. <laughs> you know, like, cause he, cause he's only, he's only 19 years old. Yeah. He doesn't care. But like for, for me, like I've done it for so long is that it's like, like perfect example, Elf posted a clip yesterday. Did you see it? Uh-uh. He like wrote, he wrote off a storage container onto a shitty trailer and did a crooked grind and like barely got out of it. And I was like, this is cooler than anything I've seen all this year. Fuck Just yeah. because it was like, a shitty clip on a VX of Elf doing something cool. And I was like, that's all I want to see. Like, that's all I want to see. Yep. And uh, now I've seen it. That's a fire clip. You know what I mean? It's like that. It, it's just like, I, oh, I, can't, shit. See, I can't see yeah. anymore. Um, camera died. Ooh. That's okay. You can still hear me. Let's pause. We'll come back and explain why we're jaded. And we're back. <sighs> But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, uh, I just, I, I don't know. I think I it's only know. natural, I, dude. I don't, like, I, don't I don't know what it is. And I think it's like, I think it has to do with like, this might sound like so ridiculous and so far out there, but it's like, I feel like the human condition doesn't really find normal BMX riding impressive anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's like, interesting. Yeah. Like, I think that what our scale of what, we think is crazy nowadays is so obscure and it's so insane like i can sit there and watch okay i can't i hate to use marcel as an example but like just he's a he's a young kid nowadays so like that's my only tangible human being that i'm around that i can compare it to is it also i i i I could watch him on instagram it's like you can scroll up and see a guy jumping off a parking garage and getting decapitated by a truck and then scroll up and see a guy do a quadruple backflip on a bike and then scroll up and see like an alligator with three heads and then scroll up. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're seeing so in, and no reaction, like no reaction at all. Mm-hmm. It's like, so why is somebody doing a t- double peg grind hard 180 down a rail going to be impressive when we are exposed to that all the time? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, and I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm right. I'm just like saying like, this is just observation from the outside is that I'm just like, is that what's going on? It doesn't like, hit. There was something when people are talking about the good old days of BMX, I think what they're like mistakenly, I don't know if it's a mistake, whatever that people can have their opinions, but going back in time, it really was special when you bought the video and you had to take it home and put it in and watch it. You didn't yeah. have 
constant, constant. Like, I, I'm curious about what your algorithm looks like. Like, when you scroll on your phone, I, I are you try, BMX? <clears throat> I try not to follow any bike riding. Right? Because no. it's just like, enough already. You know, I love everybody that I see on there, and I Dude, try let's, and... Let's but, see if I'll go through it. I'll go through it for you. Yeah. First thing is Tony Trujillo's Instagram. Next thing is a Black Sabbath uh, fan page. Nice. This one is a guitar comedian that I follow. This is a suggested post, and it's of some Mexican guys singing. <laughs> this is of a four-wheel drive van. This is of a guy cutting a tree down and getting ejected. Uh, this is another van post. This is the Orlando Magic. This is Omar Hassan. So there's no no BMX. Bike. Yeah, nice. I, 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 I try. I try not to. I try. I try. I try not to. I mean, if it's like. If it's people that I'm close with, I'll, I'll, cause I want to see what my friends are doing. But like, even if a friend of mine is like reposting too much modern BMX, I like have to mute it. Yeah. I don't right. To. It's wild how that works. But I it, have, but it I makes, have to be it in the mood. Feel, it makes me feel, makes me feel better about bike riding. Makes it makes me feel a lot better because I don't, I don't, I don't get burnt out by it. Right. Now, even if I do like if, and I try, I try not to watch uh current videos because i just don't i just don't care i don't like it doesn't it it, it doesn't it, it just doesn't um if i see a team mixtape of them going to a stacked ledge and the kids like no you know nose manual smith smith 180 and i'm just like dude <laughs> seen that shit seen that shit years ago yeah don't I don't it, it like it, I, I I get it. You went to the spot. You were stoked. You got a clip that you were stoked on. That is that's awesome. That's that's great for people. I understand people have different progression points and that's what they're into. And that's fine. But just for me personally, I have to remove myself from the bike riding community in order to keep my keep your stoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there. but I watch a lot of old videos. Like I, I I watch a bunch of old videos of like shit. Like if we're trying to get ideas for spots or like, um, like I don't know. I, I just and it's all cyclical too. You watch some old shit and you see something that you didn't notice before that you're like, oh, I want to try that. You know, like people. It's it's funny how that works. Like you can get inspiration from. Doesn't matter if it's modern or if it's old. Like if shit gets you pumped up to go make a Trey yeah. Jones video, then I think it's a for the best. And it's and it's and it's also like I feel like uh I mean you know how this is is that like you see a video you see a video pop up and even if it's something cool that you're like into but it's a guy that you've had a bad interaction with that you don't like oh yeah and you're like no oh, this would be cool but fuck that guy <laughs> yeah. no or they're like repping some brand that like you have a you have an issue with you're like ah no I can't <laughs> uh, damn it like you know like you're over it but I'll I'll say the one the the one like the the one of the best things going on in bmx right now that i i firmly believe in is what joey piazza is doing with ampm like i think that the new york city scene right now is the sickest shit ever i think Hell that yeah. it's like i think that what they're doing is so pure and it's so so rad that um I just love it. Like whenever I see anything, like you know, like seeing like you know, overdose. We were talking. We were me and me. And Dave were talking about this the other day. How it's like he's like he's like 
Black man and overdose Ralph stories on Instagram are better than anything else happening in VMX at all right now. <laughs> because it's like, it's so real and it's so entertaining and it's absolutely batshit crazy. And it's holy. I just, I love it. It's, it's just so, those dudes are going out and riding every single day, all day long, miles and miles and miles and miles through that city and getting clips all day long. Yep. Nobody getting paid. <clears throat> Nobody getting sponsored. Nothing. Just pure pure like you know eat you know just like i don't know just i i just i think i'm just so jaded on like the modern day bike rider of like this professional fucking athlete you know bullshit that like when i see something so pure What's this like, motion just like professional dude, fucking athlete dude's, dude's fucking posting workout videos and shit and it's like i just uh-huh. i know <laughs> i don't know dude like that that shit doesn't do it for me but like i see something like like anything going on in the city with that crew i'm just like damn this is yeah Wrong there's real. pure it's just pure it's pure it's raw and it's like i just love that shit you know like uh, and, and and the motobunka dudes all the, yeah. ja- ja- the japanese motobunka crew like that Telling shit it. is it is amazing what those dudes see it. and what For they're real. riding and it's like i just like shit that's more tangible like i like shit that's more just i wish when when i asked somebody what you know a random person on the street like what do you think bmx is they thought about like us going out and riding spots like they do with skateboarding like right. if you ask me like what's a skateboarder doing they're like oh you know they go and they all they, they jump over fire hydrants and stuff like they know what they do yeah dude Why yeah. Don't they do that you us? ask you ask the layman about bmx they're gonna send you a our willy clip which is exactly unbelievable but it's just like that's not the same thing as what we're we're out doing. And it's like but, with skate, they've done they've done a good job of like for some reason they've controlled that narrative. And yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know why. None of that. Yeah, it doesn't but, seem the dichotomy between like Bob Burnquist and the mega ramp and skaters hitting a good street spot doesn't seem as far away as like BMX on that side versus BMX in the street. That's interesting to think about. It's weird, dude. Yeah. It's weird. And I, like I, we've been, I'm telling like lately we've been like re- me and like my friends have been trying to like, we've been really like breaking down. Like we're getting philosophical. Bike ride. Just, yeah. just no, just breaking down bike riding and like, like what is going on? Like what is going on right now? Like, cause I know that I'm not the only one that think there's some weird fucking shit going on in bike riding right now. And everybody feels weird about it. There's like the least amount of good content coming out that has ever happened. There's more Instagram clips than ever. And everybody that's really fucking good, nobody cares about. Why is that? Yeah. Why is the Russian kid that can do a hanger up a rail to double tail whip have no sponsors and nobody cares? Yeah. Huh. How, like, that? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how, like, it doesn't, it's just weird. It's weird. What I don't know. The, I don't, I don't know what is going on. I don't know. And I, from what I understand, like all the companies are having trouble financially too. And yeah. it's, uh, it's weird, dude. There's some weird. Maybe I, picks, I, picks back up. Who's the latest like, person when you mentioned, when you said the Russian who could like hang her up, who's somebody that should, I mean, who's the, no, the real question is like, who's the last person to like get put on. That was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like who's the, who's the newest. I mean, Lewis sponsor? Mills. Damn. Yeah. yeah. But that feels like a while ago. Yeah, those, think about, those are the think about and I'm not, and I, I've, I've, I'm really not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm not trying to like, I'm not, it's, it's just my opinion. Tragic I'm mountain. Like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, fuck this, blah, blah, blah. But like, isn't it weird 
that the youngest person in the X Games Street Finals is like in their mid twenties. Yeah. What's up with that? Who is the youngest? Like, how is that like? You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like it's 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 like there's there's so and I'm not and I'm not saying that there's no new kids coming up. There's a lot of kids that are coming up that are really really good. I mean, I, I fucking ride Marcel. He's 19 years old. Like I, I I know that there is a lot of young kids, but it's like at one point in time it was like you looked like an X Games final of like Ty Morrow, Garrett, Sean Sexton, uh, all these dudes, and they were like 18, 19. 21 like they were all like super young cutting edge and like the cream of the crop in bmx and it is not like that anymore that's weird isn't that weird maybe back in the day like you get older it get older as in like 26 and you let the drinking and partying lifestyle catch up and then you can can't do it anymore but everybody's more like like nathan and Corey are still as good as ever and they're pushing 40 maybe there's something there but dude you saying that like I watched Road Fools, I don't know, 11 or something the other day. And I was just like, they're 18, like Aaron, seeing Aaron Ross at 18 years old. I'm, and I remember thinking like, oh my God, that's Aaron Ross. He's an adult. But no, it's just, it's all just kids. So that's an interesting Anything. point. And it was probably like on that trip, like, I don't know for a fact, but it's like, oh, Corey Nostalgia. Oh, he's like an older guy on the team. And he's like, yeah, I'm 29. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like, I remember my, my young kid i thought somebody like that was older at the time right. and in reality they were younger than what i am now but yeah. for some reason i'm so relevant like i bet brian foster I mean, it's like when... it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make sense <laughs> on what's going on what's going on i'm like what in the world what is what is happening right now what remember is the happening? clip of brian foster outside of the road fools bus and he's stretching and he's like these yeah. young guys yeah. that can get out of it i bet he was 30. how old how old was he when that clip happened? i think he know? was 32. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's so wild. And he's like, like yeah, just, I'm an old man. It's like, no, you're like not. I, and, I, and, and, I, and I don't have the answers. I don't, I don't, I don't have the answers and I don't, I don't know what's going on. And there are somebody some will leave a comment below with the answers, but it's, but it's, uh, it is strange right now. Strange yeah. times of like, I don't know if it's like maybe brands not investing in riders as much, maybe. Like, like we're going to make this kid the next thing, you know, it's like, it's so dependent on like the kid where it's like, you need to sit in front of your house on your subrosa rail and film Instagram clips and make it. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to get you on a trip with a veteran. You just got to go do it by yourself. Right. And it's like, there's no star making. You have to make yourself the star. There, 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 there is, it's just very minimal. It's not I don't know. It's weird. It's it's a strange it's, thing, man. Strange. It's an interesting point. Strange times right now. It's weird. But you just said about like putting him on a trip with a veteran, like take a young buck and just make him in his own video. And it's kind of like, cool. Yeah, I love it. But if you put him with somebody who's established, then it's all immediately. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's the guy, you know, like. Yeah, well, it was like I went on a trip with Alistair Witten when I was like 19, mm-hmm. maybe. And I was like, damn, this dude's legit. You know, I was on a trip with Dak when I was, you know, in Chase when I was 17. Yeah. You know, like I had like I was introduced to being like right in front of like this is where you could be. Yeah. Like right in front of you. That's where you could be. Like watch what he does and you'll be there too. You know, and it's like now it's like when a kid is just like, you know, he gets free frames and he's at his house and just going out and drive this crew. He doesn't even have he has no connection with anything. Yeah. You know, like I mean, thank God that Marcel can like go out to California and ride with Dak and all these and D Hart and all these people 
that like he can he gets it and he's around me he get he gets like what is going on because he gets told what's going on he gets told like this is what you do this is what a pro does where i think a lot of ams maybe don't have that i I don't know i don't like i said i am not i have i have no facts to back up anything i'm saying i'm just like saying (laughs) speculation baby there is some weird shit going on and all i'm trying to do with swamp fest is just to try to keep the keep the uh you know what i believe in going fuck yeah you know it makes me think about like what you know remedies could be and it's just like we need trips like road fools used to be and team more team trips and more i don't even know but i think what dig just did with getting a bunch of different brands together and do a long trip that's going to come out soonish i think is very exciting that's kind of like a good yeah. we we can sit back and be like ah so, blah 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 but there is dope shit happening thanks to you no, thanks- no, 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 no there, there is you know? there is there there is for sure and that's and that's and that's like i really want to preface that like i am not i'm not dooming and glooming i'm not i'm not i don't want to do that i'm just trying to like bring awareness to like hey uh you know maybe we look at what's going on isn't it kind of weird guys like (laughs) but but like what was that dig trip i didn't really like i I, saw i couldn't even tell you i know that there was like multiple brands involved so it wasn't like one company's trip they got in a van and went all over Europe and just filmed dope shit and made like a trip video out of it. So it's reminiscent of like a road fools or a props or That's cool. something like that. Just a mega tour type of vibe, but modern. So fucking you got Garrett in the van with Trent and just like mixing, mixing worlds. I think Felix and all them got involved and I don't know. I actually like, I don't know any details about it. I talked to them maybe a month ago and i think it's coming out soon if it's not already there's no way it's already out i don't yeah but yeah it's just exciting um that's dope that's dope yeah i don't know well we've been going for a while yeah we have uh what's your vintage shit called because i remember I, you came up when i was talking to jake seeley about his unibinner what's yours oh yeah uh it's just trey's old shirts trey's old shirts he did a deal with me where i sent him I don't, I won't say the price, but I sent him a X amount, fuck it, 50 bucks. And then he sent me five shirts or something. And he, he selected them. He said, tell me some genres. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, like hip hop. I like this, that, that. And he sent me this, my favorite one, uh, is a camel, camel cigarettes, uh, promo oh, shirt. Yeah. It's, it's like a pocket white tea and pocket it says tea. the hard pack. And then yeah. the back is just the camel hard pack. And I was like, that's fucking sick. That's so yeah, Jake's sick. So let's see, Trey's old shirts. Yeah, the vintage shit's fun. I I enjoy it. It's fun. Actually, it's funny because I've been talking to Jake more about vintage than I ever have about bike riding ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've known I've known I've probably known Jake since I was God, fourteen years old, maybe mm-hmm. going to Woodward together. And I don't think we have, I mean, we're just in different camps, you know, like he was in, he was over at Sunday and I was at Colt and we just didn't really cross paths that much. And we talk probably every other day about vintage. Fuck yeah. Constantly. (laughs) It's a new thing. Are you doing what he was telling me that he goes to like legit uh, foreclosed houses to try and find vintage shit. Are you, are you doing that stuff? Uh, No, Jake is way more invested than I am. Like I do it like, you how it kind of happened was is that like uh 
my my dog had to get surgery on his ear and it was going to be like a crazy amount of money like five grand and i was like fuck i need to sell some stuff like i need to figure out i need to move some stuff around and um so i went to a vintage spot by me and i was like i was like look at my closet i'm like god i have so many shirts i need to get like i need to just get rid of the stuff that i don't sell or that i don't that i don't wear um and go cash it in and i can get some money that way and uh i took it there and i got probably like 800 bucks or something like that for a few things and like and uh i was talking this is it's called foundation it's just like a record store and vintage spot by my house and they're like yeah dude you should just try to start selling vintage you got a lot of stuff like and you know your shit like you know because i've always just bu- i've always been a consumer i've always like bought shirts like oh that's cool oh that's cool and i've just bought stuff and that was that was it like i knew about it but i wasn't like in it like i wasn't like didn't hang out with vintage people or whatever yeah i didn't um, even know it was a people i didn't know it was a thing oh, dude, <laughs> until crazy. i talked to jake about it yeah it's a whole world oh dude it's 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 insane like it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 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 weird to me because it's like i was t- i always i hate to always compare it to bike riding but it's like you know our community of what we do like bike riding right like yeah we, what we do is we all each express ourselves in what we do and create videos and that's it. And you're like, oh, your video was sick. That was awesome. You know, oh, I liked when you did that. Like, and then they see your video and like, oh, I liked when you did this. And it's like, that's how you connect. Or you guys talk about other videos. Where in vintage, it's like, the game is selling stuff. It's weird. It's like, the game is like, damn, dude, I saw, you know, that live show you did. You you did this much numbers. That's that's sick. That shirt that you sold, that was sweet. Hey, I have, I saw that you sold a, a 1975 Kiss shirt. Hey, I have one uh it's worth like 120 bucks but i'll let it go to you for 80 if you want it and they'll be like oh cool well i have this and i'll trade it with you and you like kind of like the game is buying and selling and when you see somebody that does it really well and will like jake for example of like going to an abandoned house and fucking cleaning up and getting five six grand worth of shirts for free you're like damn it's like filming a crazy video party you're like holy <laughs> damn. shit like <laughs> yeah. wow yeah. Like he just did that. That's insane. You know, like it's when people come up on crazy stuff like that, it's like, it's like a sick ass move. It's amazing. You know, Fuck like, yeah. or when you like, when somebody's like, yo, look what I got. They pull out a crazy shirt. And you're like, what, where'd you find that? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's just weird. It's, it's interesting. But, uh, I was always a consumer of it. And then I sold a bunch of stuff and I was like, I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could. And I was talking to Jake about it and I was like, yeah, dude, I've been thinking about trying to sell vintage. What do you think? And he's like, oh, dude, here, you can hook up with this dude. You can do a live set here, all the blah, blah, blah. And he kind of like connected me with a few people. And then once I, and then once I connected with those people and I was like, hey, dude, I'm looking to buy. Cause the thing is you always have to like buy low and then sell it on the market. That's like the deal, you know? Right. Like, so if a shirt's worth 50 bucks, you try to go find it for 10 or 15 or 20 or whatever, like or if you go to a thrift store, you can get it for, you know, five cents, but it's so hard to find stuff. So it's like buying low and you're like, yeah, yeah, I bought this for 10 bucks. And I sold it for 50. And it's like, damn, like you really did that. So I started learning like, oh, you can buy wholesale from people. Like if somebody's been sitting on something for a while, they'll let it go to you for less, you know, and just learning that whole thing. And I end up with a bunch of shirts and I was like, damn, dude, I think I could, I had like a hundred shirts. I think I could like sell something and then i sold i did a live show on this app called whatnot and uh i sold everything and it went great and i just took all that money and then i bought 150 shirts with it so i took that money from that 100 shirts and i bought 150 shirts and i did a show with that and then i buy 200 shirts you kind of just like you kind of just i'm i'm 
for me, it's different because I don't need to do it for a living. So I can kind of just like use it as like this fun uh, uh, savings account of like, I have this invested in this. If I can take this, you know, three grand worth of shirts and I can turn it into four and then I can take it and I can turn it into five and I can take it and turn it like, you know, you mean, but, but it's, but it's enjoyable. It's like fun. It's fun yeah. to like hunt for stuff. Hobby. You're on eBay and you're trying to find deals and you're contacting people. And it's like, it's just a fun, um, it's just a fun thing. And it's not bike riding related, which yeah. I love. Like That's that I can just like kind of, I can focus on it and it's like a healthy hobby that I can have. Um, that, uh, I can make money at, you know, and it's, 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 I just kind of keep, I just treat it as like an investment of, you know, the longer these things sit, these shirts sit here, they're only going to go up in price. They're only going to get older. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's, uh, it's just a very, I don't know. It's, it's really fun, but like, I only collect shit that I like, you know what I mean? Like I like, I like heavy metal. I like cartoons. I like wrestling. Like that's the shit that I'm into where some guys like go to a thrift store and get a, 1995 Tommy Hilfiger shirt be like yo this thing is so sick and I'm like yeah. I don't it's I don't give that a sick to me. yeah <clears throat> but if you want to make a living that's what you gotta do but Jake is he's legit man in the vintage shit he's like a it, it's it's he's actually crazy. he's like yeah he's like he's like a full-on like dude in it and yeah. he's like helped me out a ton like even just getting started where I was like yo dude like I'm willing to spend you know I think it was like 500 bucks or something like that i was like hey if i send you 500 bucks like can you hook me up with a good wholesale deal he's like yeah dude i got you and he like sent me like a ton of shirts where i'm like all right cool like i could sell these shirts for a thousand bucks or whatever you know like so you kind of you just play that game and it's it's really fun it's i I really enjoy it it's 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 enjoyable but yeah it's funny that i don't even talk to jake about bike riding at all yeah like literally (laughs) literally literally no bike riding at all just vintage stuff yep Man, it's funny how that works. The best, the best homies. I mean, because you you've been doing it for so long. How how much can you fucking talk about BMX? Even yeah. you know, <laughs> how much can I talk about BMX? I, I got a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. But let's, it's, but let's it's end cool. on this. I want to yeah. ask, what is the most iconic pro wrestling event in your mind, and why? Iconic pro wrestling event. Yeah, like. I've, there's rage in the cage and all that shit. What's the what's the uh, one? That... Probably the hell in the cell where Undertaker threw mankind off the top. I mean that's, yeah. I think it was ni- 1998 Pittsburgh. I don't know. I don't know if it was a Royal. I know it was hell in the cell, but I don't know if it was like a. You ever seen it? Brutal hell in a cell match. No, I uh, I was like briefly it's... into it when I was a kid. Like around this is like the era that I would have been watching. But it is insane, dude. Look that at this. He... If you fast forward it a little bit to yeah. the part where he gets thrown off the top, it is. Sure, it is... the crowd goes fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> Man, that was hype, dude. Insane. That was a totally different like era this time. And then he get after he gets thrown off the top. They they bring him out on a stretcher, or like they start pulling him out on a stretcher, and he gets off of it, climbs back up on top of the cage, and then he gets like choke slammed through the top of the cage, <laughs> like through the top on onto the mat, Good like onto Lord. his back. Yeah. And he has like his his like a bunch of his teeth like came out and shit. It's fucked up, dude. It's like yeah. a it's it's like some shit where like even if you're not a wrestling fan, you're like, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. In my- 
Like, You're like did they plan that still you know it, uh, what was i listening to i was listening to the rock on rogan and he was talking about those days and his like transition from being happy smiley rocky balboa to or not balboa rocky whatever uh to uh becoming the heel and his whole yeah. in that era and i was like that's fucking interesting who's your favorite wrestler of all time a man right here stone cold steve austin i was yeah i was wondering that's him cool what about now? Is there is there good wrestling right now? No, no. I don't. I, I and that's the thing is that I'm not really much of a. Uh, I'm not like oh you know what's funny look at this I have a shirt right here or a cut out of the shirt. Nice. Oh, Hell so, out. Yeah, but let's go. With Mankind and Undertaker right here. It's a damn good shirt. Um, but uh, I uh, no, I, I'm not, and I'm not like uh. I'm not like a wrestling fan, like in general, like I'm not like, I definitely don't consider myself an expert on wrestling whatsoever, but like, I like Stone Cold. I like Mankind. I like the Undertaker. Like I like these few that their image was like super fucking cool. Like really, really like gnarly. Like, like the rock was very clean cut and like he drove a cool Cadillac and like Stone Cold would show up and just be like, you're fucking whack because you're a pretty boy and you know like and i just right. i thought that was like cool because it was like more raw and more just like i don't know i thought that shit was sick but it's like i don't you know it's wrestling it's fucking ridiculous it's it's like <laughs> it it's a, it, I, I know like you know like it's 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 i know it's a ridiculous thing it's not people that take it seriously it's like okay come on now that's that's yeah a little, it's a little much you know, but i love it what are you gonna do the rest of the day I see. I, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, I already asked you all the podcast questions, like Rushmore and writers that I should know about, and all that. So, what are, what are you just what are you doing today? Uh, I have a vintage show tomorrow, <clears throat> so I have to get ready for that and kind of sit. I like do I do it in this room, but it's like I don't have enough room, so I gotta kind of like kind of like move some shit around bring some racks in here and like have everything like ready to go and um then i just got uh a bunch of shirts in literally right before i got on here and i need to price them and measure them so probably do that's, that that's some work kind of cold out right now but da uh david marcel can't ride dave is still hurt so yeah the riding today so did you see the photo of my brother's hand? No. Let's see it. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Is it public? Mm, I don't. I mean, it was posted on the internet, but I'll show. You, I'll send you a photo of it right now. This Hold is good. Second. This is great podcasting. This is really great. <laughs> I, I was just like lost in my phone for a second. I was like, wait a second. You're still recording. All right. I just sent it to you. Oh my God. Oh, is that because he was wearing rings? How insane is that? So he got his, he got his hands, he got his fingers crushed in a lift gate at work. 
uh the guy the guy at work was like he's like all right lift it up and they were just supposed to go up a little bit and the guy accidentally pressed the button all the way down and, went, and it literally it literally snapped all of its fingers in half right right here dude that, was, he, luckily he had he had rings on his fingers so it like uh oh it, it stopped it, it or it yeah, like prevented it, it. otherwise it probably would have chopped all of his fingers off and he'd just been in permanent shock the rest of his life dude mm-mm yeah, that photo's. But he can't ride. He can't ride right now because he's still recovering from that. Yeah, no shit. How long is he out? That's crazy. Uh, when was this? Six weeks was the. Uh, he was, he's been out for six weeks. Uh, they said he needs to wait like, I think like another month maybe because there's some more healing he has to do. But yeah, I can't unsee that now. That's fucked. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? Ooh. Ooh. All right, that's it. Anything else you want to say, Trey? Mm. Shout out to the source. Forgot I got on source, but oh yeah, that's even stacked. Only other thing that I need to plug, bro. You know what somebody said in a comments on a source post? They said, "What if you got Rich Foreign and Bobby Cano to make a video of this team? It would be the most epic thing ever." And I was just like, "My man, let's do that." Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm good. Good. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. Appreciate you, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Bye. That's the end of the video. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe or leave a rating or don't. See you later.